Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday. June 23rd, I almost said July, June 23rd, 2019, and I'm your host, Renata. I hope you guys are doing well today. I um, apologize for two going back two weeks. I forgot to remind you guys that last weekend was um, Father's Day Sunday, and so I had not planned to be here, and um, so I do apologize because sometimes I forget to tell you guys in advance, but just know if if there's a major holiday coming up, which I consider Father's Day to be major, um, then there will be no call in case I forget to tell you guys, okay? So for those of you who are fathers, I hope you had a wonderful, blessed Father's Day. Um, for those of you who have fathers who you're in touch with and who's still in the land of the living and, um, and, and you're still, like I said, in touch with, I hope that you enjoyed your Father's Day with your dad. I enjoyed my Father's Day with my husband and uh, my father, actually, my stepfather, who I consider to be my father, because he's been with me since I was young. So I stopped by to see him, and actually, I had not planned to see him that day, because we had such a busy day. I had a lot of things planned for my husband that day, and so I told my dad I was not going to make it. Uh, after church, I was going to go directly over there, but they had some other things going and we was not going to make it over there before they left to do what they were going to do. And so um, I told him, so I, since the schedules didn't line up, that I probably would not make it over there that day. And um, I could hear the disappointment in his voice. He was very disappointed. <laughs> so as tired as I was at the end of the day, we surprised him and he was really, really, really happy. And you guys know what he was the happiest about, <laughs> at least in my opinion, he was the happiest about the C's candy that I give him for every occasion. Mr. Diabetic. <laughs> well, my mom monitors it, so he does not get to eat the whole thing. And I was getting him the, um, the diabetic uh, seeds candy, but he didn't like that because it only comes in little candy bars. It doesn't come like the whole pack. So he looks forward to his seeds candy. And I spoke with him the other day and he still has some. So that's good. He's, he's, he's doing real good. He's rationing it to himself slowly. I think he only eats a piece every now and then. So Anyway, that's what he was looking forward to the most. So he got his seeds candy, and, and he's a happy camper. So I hope that you guys had a um, a really good Father's Day as well. Okay, so we will just open up in prayer, and uh, from there we'll read a scripture, and we'll move on. Okay, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you, Lord, thanking you for your goodness, Lord, for your grace, for your everlasting mercies, Lord. Thank you for new mercies every single day, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for keeping us in the land of the living, Lord, keeping us thriving, Lord, keeping us moving forward, Lord. 
And we just, we, we're just so grateful for everything that you do, Lord. I ask you to encamp your angels around all the fathers, Lord, in a targeted individual community, Lord. Keep them strong, Lord. Keep them thriving, Lord. It's, it's really hard for us to go through all of this that we go through, Lord. But these fathers, Lord, you have made them the head of their households. And I ask that you keep them strong, Lord. Give them wisdom, Lord. Keep them encouraged, Lord. And I thank you for that, Lord. Lord, you said, whatever we bind in earth shall be bound in heaven, Lord. And whatever we loose on earth, Lord, shall be loosed in heaven, Lord. So we bind, we bind all demonic energy, Lord, in this world. And we cancel the assignment of the devil today, Lord, on all of your people, Lord, particularly your targeted individuals, Lord, who has partaken in your suffering, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you just keep us safe from harm, Lord. Keep our minds strong. We come against all forms of targeting, Lord, all electronic harassment, organized stalking, workplace harassment, Lord. We bind it all, Lord. If it is not aligned with your spirit, Lord, we bind it, Lord, and we know that whatever we bind on earth, Lord, it is bound in heaven. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the victory, Lord. You said that the prayers of the righteous, Lord, they shall avail as much, Lord. So we thank you, Lord. We are trying to be righteous people, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you receive our prayers in heaven, Lord. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the victory over everything, Lord. We know, Lord, that you call us overcomers, Lord. You know that we know that we are blessed, Lord. We are your chosen people, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, for choosing us, Lord. Whatever that means, whatever we have to go through, Lord, we receive that assignment, Lord. We know, Lord, that you will never leave us, Lord, that you will never forsake us, Lord, and we thank you, Lord. We will be steadfast, Lord. We will be unmovable, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord. I'm lifting up every single person that has come to this call today, Lord. We ask you, Lord, for everyone who is lacking in the faith department, Lord, we ask that you give them faith, Lord, to hold on another day, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Anyone who needs wisdom, Lord, you said if we need wisdom to just ask, Lord. So we ask you for your wisdom as we go out and deal with everything we have to deal with, Lord. We ask for your wisdom in that, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I have a scripture somewhere. Is it hot where you are, you guys? It's so hot here. It's miserable for me. It is not good. But let me find my scripture. Okay, I actually have two scriptures that was on my heart today. So I'm going to go ahead and read both of them, okay? Um. One is Revelations 3 and 15 through 16, and it says, I know thy works, that thou art neither, okay, this is Charles, excuse me, you guys, this is Charles Collin. Hey, Charles. Hello. Hey. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, so I just finished I just finished the prayer and now we're doing the scripture, okay? Okay. Okay, so the scripture is uh Revelations three and fifteen through sixteen, and it says, I know thy works, that thou art are neither cold nor hot. I would thou would be hot or cold. 
So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. And I think I read this scripture recently, you guys, but for some reason it's on my heart. So I'm, I'm going over it again, okay? Now what's standing out for me today, which really never stood out for me before, is the very first um, sentence here. Um, uh, verse 15, it says, I know thy works. Okay, so God is telling you, I see you. It says, I know thy works that thou art neither hot nor cold. And it says, I would thou were cold or hot. So basically what this, this um, scripture is saying, the Lord is saying, I see you. I know you are lukewarm uh, Christian. I know you neither hot nor cold. I know you, you, you teetering, you in between. And the end of that scripture says, I would that were cold or hot. He's saying, choose. You need to choose. You can't be a lukewarm Christian. I'm talking to myself too. <laughs> you can't be a, a lukewarm Christian. That's what this scripture is saying when you really break it down. And I got that revelation this morning, which I had never gotten before, where it says, I know thy works because God is all seeing. He's all knowing. He knows that you teetering on the ends. He knows that sometimes you got one foot in the world and one foot out the world. He knows that you're not all the way with him. And if you're not for him, you're against him. He knows this. He said, I see you. I know what you're doing. You can't hide from me. You think you can be one of those Christians that's backbiting people, that's perping people, that's doing whatever you're doing. But God says, I know your works. I know exactly what you're doing. And he says, you can't do that. You can't do that. You either going to be in or you're going to be out. You're going to be hot or you're going to be cold because the lukewarm is not going to work. So verse uh, 16 says, so then because you are lukewarm, because remember 15, he says, I know your works. I see you. I know what you're doing. So 16, he says, so because you choose to be lukewarm and you're neither hot nor cold, so you don't want to pick a side. You don't want to be for the Lord and rebuke the devil. Nope, you want to be in the middle. You want to do a little bit of the devil's work, a little bit of God's work, or a little bit of God's work, and a whole lot of the devil's work. So verse 16 says, so because you can't pick a side, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. He said, because you are lukewarm and you neither hot nor cold, I will spew you out of my mouth spitting you out don't want nothing to do with you because you didn't stand for god when you were supposed to stand for god when it was not popular to stand for god when everybody around you was serving satan but you needed to say no i'm a christian i'm standing for what's right even though it's not popular i'm standing for what's right even though everybody's gonna turn on you i'm standing for what's right even though i had to go through this targeting i'm standing for what's right but the word says because you didn't do that, because you chose to be, uh, I sort of believe in God. Oh, I believe in a higher being. I believe in the ancestors told me to do this. So the ancestor, okay. The word says, because you took that stance in the middle, you thought you could be in the middle. You thought you could be in the middle. But the Bible says, nope. You need to be hot or you need to be cold. You need to be for me. You need to be against me. You need to be for it. You need to serve Satan. You need to serve God. There is no in between. 
I used to be a Catholic, okay? My my family in the Midwest is Catholic. So I was baptized Catholic, all of that when I was younger. They teach you, went to Catholic school, confession, all of that. They teach you that there is a purgatory. If you're sort of good, you sit in this middle place until God decides what to do with you. Not true. It's not true. The Bible said you either hot, and I'm not Catholic anymore, have not been since I was probably 10 years old. Uh, my whole family changed over, you know, we're not Catholic anymore. Um, but some of my mom's people still is. But anyway, you either hot or you cold, you guys. And we do not want the Lord to say, I never knew you. Turn from me. I never knew you. No. We want our name written in the Lamb's book of life, you guys. We want to hear, well done, that good and faithful servant, well done. That is our ultimate reward. That is what we want to hear. We cannot go through all of this that we go through, you guys. We can't. We can't do it just to go to hell. We cannot let all of our sufferings be in vain. So I beg of you to pick a side. Read Romans 10 and 9 if you want to know how to give your life to the Lord. Read Romans 10 and 9. There are some steps you need to take. If you have not already done that, you guys probably have. I don't know who I'm talking to, but just do it if you need to do it, okay? And come into repentance daily because we don't, we never know. I mean, I read today, it was an earthquake somewhere here. You never know when you're going, but when you do go, you need to be ready. Do not be a lukewarm Christian, you guys. Don't be lukewarm. Pick a side. Live your life every single day like it's your last. Live your purpose. Do what you need to do to make it in. Okay? Amen. Amen. All right. I'm not even going to do the other scripture. No, I am going to do it because for some reason, both of these were on my heart today and I don't know why. So I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to do them both. Okay. The other scripture is 1 John 4 and 1. And it says, beloved, okay, God's calling us beloved. He loves us, you guys. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world, okay? We have good people out here, and we have bad people out here. Sometimes it's very obvious who good people are. You can tell by their deeds, how they're very helpful. You can tell by their spirit. Spirit is warm, inviting, pleasant, okay? There are people who are not good people. And you can tell them too sometimes, okay? You can sometimes tell them too because they do mean things. They're always doing mean things. These people we deal with, they're doing mean things, okay? So we know that these are not good people. But sometimes it's not obvious. Sometimes it's not obvious because sometimes bad people, that's what the Bible calls them, uh, wolves in sheep's clothes, okay? So this scripture is telling us that every spirit, don't believe every spirit. And when it's saying every spirit in this scripture, it's referring to people because we are spirits wrapped in flesh. We are all spiritual beings wrapped in this flesh, okay? 
Are we going back to spirits at the end of all of this? So this scripture is talking about people. Don't believe every person that you see. This scripture says, try the spirit, whether they are of God. Try them. You can tell. You can feel it. If you have that discerning spirit, you can tell. And this scripture says, many false prophets are gone out into the world. There are so many fake, phony people out there. Ask God for that discerning spirit so you will know who is a false prophet because these people are dangerous. They will mislead you. They will turn you against people. They don't want you to hear the word of God. They don't want you to be around people who's going to help you. No, they want to handle you. And you better know it. You better try these spirits, whether they are of God. But the only way you can do that is get your own spirit right. And that's for me, too. That's for all of us. Okay? So that one was 1 John 4 and 1. Amen. Amen, amen. Okay, we're moving on. Star 2, if you would like to speak, star 2. Do I have any questions for today? If you are father, questions of the day. Um, how was your week last week? Is it hot where you are? Because it certainly is hot here. Oh, my gosh. I can't even do it. I can't do it. I'll be glad when it cools off. Um, how was your week? How's the weather where you are? Uh, let me think of something else. How was your Father's Day? If you are a father, how was Father's Day? And what does it mean to be a father versus being a targeted father? Because I would assume, and I might be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, that it's a little different. Maybe your relationship with your children have changed. Maybe you feel more protective of your of your children um, being a targeted father. Maybe you feel a little more afraid. Um, and I don't really want to use that word, but you guys know what I mean. A little more um, uh, leery of what all your child could possibly be walking into um, now that you know what you know, okay? Um, if anybody want to speak on, speak on their relationship with their father, we can talk about that. Hopefully you guys have a good relationship with your father. I didn't really um, get to know my bio dad, my biological father, and I'll share that with you guys one day, but not today. But my my biological father, his story is very sad. He's de he's deceased now, but um, I feel like I missed a lot in that area. Okay, start two if you would like to speak. Start two. And anything else you want to say? Any you guys can talk about anything. Okay, hold on. Um, six four seven. Hold on. Hey, Charles. Charles wants to speak, you guys. Hey. Go right ahead, Charles. Go right ahead. I'm gonna um I'm gonna try to repeat some of the things you're saying because I they I have been told that they can't hear you very well because you're speaking from my phone. But go ahead and then I'll just kind of recap what you're saying. All right. Well, okay. It's just that um um I had the um case um that's um you know where they um was trying to well they still trying to um throw me out of the um you know evict me from the um the, st the storage yeah yeah all right so um i had the second court date um at the temple this month 
and the, um, you know, everybody had to hand in their written brief. Okay, they written complaints and stuff, and, you know, what, what they had to say, right? To the judge. And the judge, from that point on, will have, from then, to 60 days to make a decision, and she'll, you know, give each party the decision of the mail. Alright, so far, I haven't heard nothing, and the, um, the storage company hasn't said nothing, so, oh. I guess, you know, I guess it's still in the air, but I mean, they did a lot of lying and, you know, and all that. Okay, and, um, went through a lot of, um, well, you know, things, things, I mean, a lot of street theater, you know, and all that. Um, you know, but, you know, still things, still, still things are going on, you know, the same way here. Going up and uh, what happened? Uh, uh, I don't know if I told you about that. Uh, the place where they got me at now, called the halfway house. No, I didn't know you were in a halfway house. Is that a good thing for you? I'm going to make it a good thing. It's really, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't look at it as such. Okay, but I'm I'm doing my best to you know make it make it happen that way mm-hmm. because um what happened is this was happened back in March I think uh, or late March or whatever but um you know they um I was in the hospital and they did a a move where they um tricked me and it's, you know thinking that they were gonna Okay, because of my illness and stuff, they were gonna uh, put me in a uh, uh, rest, uh, not rest home, but uh, a uh, like a rehab, a rehabilitation. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. They help. I mean, they they hustle them. Okay. That's why. 
the homeless, the homeless thing is never going to be solved. Okay, I mean, it's the way it is. It's never going to happen. All right? Because people are making money off of homeless you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me let me just um Charles, hang on. Let me just recap what you're saying so far because um I want to make sure that people are following you because they can they can't hardly hear you. So um the first thing Charles said, you guys, um he's talking through my cell phone. That's why you guys hear him kind of muffled because he gets a long distance charge if he calls in, so he calls through my phone. Okay, so what he's saying, what he the first thing he said is that he has a storage unit. And they have been purposing charged for a long time with the storage unit and um, basically trying to evict him when he's been paying his storage. And so they had a court date. They recently had a court date and he's waiting for the, and he said they got in court and they lied a lot. Um, but he's waiting for the judgment from the, um, from the judge on that to see what happens if he has to leave or, you know, what from, from his storage unit. Um, because he's, you know, in the, in the middle of, of looking for housing and stuff like that. So he has his stuff in, in storage. So in the meantime, in between time, Charles had, and he shared with us before that he has like a serious health issues. And so he's in and out of the hospital a lot. And uh, one of the recent times, I don't know if it was the last time, but one of the recent times he was in the hospital, the hospital staff told him that they would put him in uh, like a rehabilitation facility. And this is not for drugs and alcohol, you guys. I know when we think of rehab, we think of drugs and alcohol, but this is for his health. Uh, my sister actually was in one of those where she had a stroke in her 20s and uh, given birth. She had a heart attack and a stroke given birth and almost died. And then she couldn't walk and all of that. So they put her in a um, in a rehab and they actually put her in a senior facility in her 20s um, to, you know, try to get her back where she needed to be independent walking and able to lift things and motor skills and all of that. So that's what they were trying to do um, with Charles. They told him that they will put him in a rehabilitation facility for his health issues to try to get him back where he needs to be health wise. Um, but he feels like he was parked in that area as well, because what they did was they ended up transporting him to a, um, what did you say? Like a halfway house. And so it's not what he expected, but you know, he, he has his own room there and he said, he's trying to make the best out of a bad situation. So that's the recap. Okay. Keep going, Charles. Yeah. Okay. And so, okay. This is off. Okay, uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm giving you the backdrop of, okay, what is, what happened with the homeless, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm giving you the backdrop. Okay, first of all, okay, that, um, this, um, the society that we live in, okay, really is not too much about helping the homeless, okay? A lot of people make money off the fact that people are doing homeless. That's yeah. why that's why um um there's homeless and there and there will be more because I have just I just checked on um, a listing, okay, and I just checked a, a rental listing, okay, and, and this is in the New York area, I don't know around the country. But um uh, okay, for room. This for room. Not even for a studio apartment, for a room that they charge from, I mean, like, 
I know that's ridiculous. Wow. And that's to share in somebody's house. Wow. And if you guys are on hold, um, please, if you hold on, Charles, if you guys are on hold, I, I see you. If you can just hang on a little while longer. Finish your stop here. I have not. I think eleven hundred, twelve hundred. Okay, this one. I mean, that's great. That's a lot. All right, and um, um, well, um, then you know that's the backdrop. So, you know, so um, what these people do is, uh, is uh, they, they, they uh, operate with the DHS, uh, okay, uh, um, with the city and government. All right, and they get paid, and they put people in these certain facilities, these rundown facilities, okay, and they get paid on how many people they put in there, okay. We were saying, we were saying today, I was having a conversation with somebody, and we were saying today how landlords don't want to take Section 8 anymore, so people who get Section 8, they can't hardly even find a place because the uh, federal government doesn't pay the landlord very much, like what their houses were, so they don't want to take the tenants. Yeah. Yeah, but um, um, what happens, um, is a uh, certain um, law that was passed, a law that was passed, um, where, um, uh, um, uh, in New York State, um, the government, um, that um, you can't pay no more than one month security and stuff like that. So that's, I mean, that's that's a good thing. Yeah. I got, I got to check that. You can't pay. Okay, so worse. They was asking for you know, I mean, you know, uh, three months and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. As far as um, the weather in New York. Okay, what happens? What's what's really weird is that um. From March, I say around March up to now. This weekend, this weekend is beautiful. It's a beautiful Sunday, uh, sunny, sunny day. Yesterday was the same thing, and then it seemed like the week, the part of the coming week is going to be rain, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, there's been a lot of rain in New York. Uh, for months. Yeah, it's been strange here too. We had a lot of rain, then it got cold, and now it's so hot. It's like it's it's going to extremes, and we don't really get those weather extremes here, but we have this summer. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'll, I'll let other people talk. Okay, thank you, Charles. Yeah.
Star two, if you would like to speak, star two. Hello. Hello. Hello, Renata. It's Tia. Hi, Tia. How are you? I'm doing very well. Okay, I'm doing pretty good. I'm. I. I. Uh, I, I don't want to use your call to, you know, um, argue about the Bible ever, but there are, uh -huh. you know, I'm, I am Catholic and there are scriptures first. I, you know, I was not raised Catholic. I was okay. raised uh, Baptist and uh, from Baptist, my grandmother became Pentecostal. So then I was Pentecostal. Then I went to Bible college. We called it school of ministry and I was non-denominational and uh -huh. um, a person who has served in like, convalescent homes for years I still do um, love Jesus Christ and a lot of times I feel like when people attack the Catholic Church verbally they, they never talk about the fact that it was the Catholic they used the Bible to do it and they never and I did it I was a person who would buy Catholic Bibles and tell them you need to Charles, read the Bible because you you're not saying Charles thank you thank you go ahead Tia. I, I used to buy Catholic people Bibles and tell them they weren't saved and um but over the years, even in school of ministry, which was a Protestant school of ministry, it was at a very large non-denominational church here in Southern California, a very popular church around here. Um, you know, even there, though, they acknowledged that it was the Catholic bishops that um, selected which books. Because like when Jesus went back to heaven, when he arose, you know, the Bible talks about him ascending into heaven. The disciples were standing there looking up. He promised them he was going to come back. He didn't drop the Bible down at that moment. Like, it took 300 years after that event for the different letters that Paul, Timothy, the different people were circulating letters to the churches in Rome. So every church had a different letter. The Corinthians had letters, the Thessalonians, these are names of cities. And then the Hebrews had their letters. It took three, and then there was a whole bunch of other texts also floating around and people were saying, this is also Bible. And these texts had heresies in them, things that weren't even true. And so it was the Catholic bishops that had councils that decided which books were going to be considered the, the New Testament. So the, the books that we use in the New Testament today, they were chosen out of hundreds of manuscripts, thousands, maybe, I don't even know the lot. There were a lot of manuscripts that were rejected, and it was the Catholic bishops that decided which ones were inspired by the Holy Spirit and decided which books were going to be in the Bible. But when I was a Protestant, I didn't understand. I mean, I kind of, I always knew that it was the Catholic Church that it held the Bible for 2000 years, you know, like it's the church that's been around since day one, all the way back to Rome. Mm -hmm. And no, it's not perfect, but I will tell you this, there are scriptures in the Bible that I'd never understood until I became Catholic. And, I, and the reason why is because when Martin Luther during the Reformation decided to leave the Catholic church, he was a Catholic, he was father Martin Luther, he was a priest. He decided to leave the Catholic church um, there was a lot of things that, like a lot of books he didn't like, a lot of teachings he didn't like. And so like he wanted to throw out the book of James. He hated the book of James, but his, even his own people were like, wait a minute, that's going too far. He, he did throw out some books from the Old Testament. From the New Testament, he wanted to uh, throw out the book of James because the book of James says that, that faith without works is dead. And Martin Luther taught, oh, it's faith alone. You only need faith. But the Bible clearly says faith without works, even though Jesus did the work on the cross, but you know we can cooperate with his work. But anyway, so a lot of scriptures I didn't even understand until I became Catholic. And this is one of them. I'm just going to read it really quick. It's 1 Corinthians 3, and it's actually 11 through 15, but I'm only going to read verse 15. And, okay. and anybody can read the rest of it another time. This is a scripture that 
and many others, but I'm just reading this one that lets that the Catholic Church for 2000 years has held on to. This is where the belief of purgatory, you don't have to even call it purgatory, but it says, if any man's work, it's talking about judgment day, or the day mm -hmm. that we all have our own judgment day, that final judgment day. But when we die, we also have our own private judgment day. Okay. And it says right here, if any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. So the purgatory that the, that the Catholic Church is teaching is that you don't even have to call it that word. If people don't like the word purgatory, okay, don't call it purgatory. But the Bible clearly says that all of our works are going to be tested on judgment day, on our personal judgment day after we die, also on the final judgment, and that we will suffer loss. And that loss is God burning away everything that is not holy, because only the whole, only what's holy can enter into heaven. And even a lot of us as Christians, as we live on earth, we do our best, but we're not. We're not perfectly holy. We still have sin. We still have, you know, things we do that are not right, even though we're trying. And so unless we leave earth in a perfectly holy state, like Jesus and like other saints that, you know, they gave their life, you know, they died martyrs and all that, they showed 100% that they gave everything for God. But unless we leave like that, then we can't go into heaven, like with, with still clinging to you know, sin. Some people may drink a little bit too much, or I mean, they they're not like out there getting drunk or whatever. But they might be, you know. A bit, I don't know. Everybody has their own stuff. I have my own stuff. But basically, the belief is that before we're going to be entered into heaven, we have to have everything that is not like God burned away. But I, I just, without you know, a spot I, or a wrinkle, without a spot or a wrinkle. Yeah, but you know, I can now. So now that I am Catholic, I I got confirmed like three years ago. This summer it'll be three years. I got confirmed. And it wasn't that I ever thought I'd be Catholic. I was shocked when I was being led to the Catholic Church. And I will briefly tell you how that happened. I was in I was in another state. My mother was sick, and I went to take care of her. So I was off work because I was in a different state. I gave I got a medical leave of absence, and I went to that to her state. And so I went to visit her church with her one Sunday, and she attended a Pentecostal church, which I don't have nothing against Protestants, Pentecostals. You know what? Anybody who names the name of Jesus Christ and truly is seeking to serve him, I believe, according to the word, they're gonna be saved. But the reason I chose the Catholic church is because for all of its faults, it's not perfect. Number one, it's the original church that goes back 2000 years. And number two, so I'm at my mother's church this day and they're, you know, they're having like a very emotional service. You know, it's a lot of emotion, a lot of um, they're dancing and shouting, you know how Pentecostals do, and I'm fine with that, fine. But the thing is at the end of the service, the, the pastor's wife, or one of the pastors, I don't remember, but they, they say, hey, you know, they had already dismissed pretty much. They're like, oh, wait, wait, everybody come back. Sit down, sit down. Wait, we forgot to pass out communion. So quickly, they just pass out quickly, like without any reverence, I felt like. And at the time, I, the Catholic Church was not even on a radar for me. And so they're passing out all this stuff and, and they pass it out and they just quickly took it. And then they're like, okay, uh, okay, bye, you guys. Have a good week. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, that felt, that didn't feel right. Like to do this, this is the, the body and blood of Christ. Like he said, do this right. in memory of me. And so yeah. then the next day, I, and I don't have TV, I don't have cable. I haven't had cable for years. I told him to cut it off many years ago when I saw how South, all the shows were going South and the witchcraft and the sex and all that crap. So I had it turned off. So I didn't have cable. My mother had cable. So when I'm at her house the next morning, I'm flipping channels and I see uh, what was a mask going on. And I saw the how the altar, the beautiful table was set and how they were so reverent with the wine and with the bread and the prayers and the scriptures and everything. And I was like, this is Catholic? 
I'm like, this is what Catholics do? I mean, they put the body and blood. They put the memory of Christ, Jesus Christ, his last supper before everything else. And not, not the guitars, not the drums, not the speaking in tongues. I don't have anything against any of that, but Jesus has to come first. And for me, when I saw the way they did the Eucharist and the table of the Lord, I'm like, what church is this? I cannot believe this is Catholic. I'm like, I'm going to go see. So I Googled Catholic church near me. And there were two that came up um, by my mother's house. And I just picked one and I turned right and went to the one that was on the right. There were two that were very close. And I walked in there and I sat there for mass. Of course, you're not supposed to take communion if you're not Catholic. But I was so happy that they were so reverent that I actually did take it that day. And then after that, I did. I never did again. But I went to church every day. I went to mass daily because Catholic church has mass on a daily basis. That's when I first actually noticed the blatant gang stalking, to be honest. It wasn't at the church. It was going to church every morning. A man would sit on his Jeep you know, Rubicon staring at me. But that's a whole other story. But I wasn't going to stop because I'm just like, what is this? I didn't even know what gang stalking was. I didn't know about targeting or whatever. But I just thought it was very weird. There was nobody else on the street. He was there faithfully every morning, just sitting there smoking a cigarette and staring at me. And he didn't live on the block, by the way. He didn't live on that block because I investigated later. He didn't live on that block. But anyway, um, so I started going to mass every single day. And, you know, watching a family member that you love dearly. My mother, oh, my gosh, I can't even explain, you know. And being able to go to church every day and just sit in the quiet and listen to the scriptures being read, watch the mass happen. And even though I could not take communion, I felt Jesus there. I really felt his presence without the noise, without the, you know, without the, the emotion. Cause you know, the Catholic church is not emotional. He said, you were Catholic. They don't show a lot of emotion in church, you know, but even without all that, I did feel his presence and it really like, that's what I needed. And the Lord used the Catholic church to get me through the worst time of my life, like the worst time of my life. Mm -hmm. He used the Catholic church because the other churches were locked. You couldn't get in during the week. And, um, you know, and then I ended up joining Legion of Mary. And as a Protestant, I always went to the uh, convalescent home. And so the Legion of Mary at this church, they also went to the convalescent home um, once a week on Fridays. And so I went with them to, you know, you know, to do that and to help out with that. But um, I just, it makes me sad, but I used to be that way. So I do understand it. Protestants think that Catholics don't love Jesus, and that's not true. There are a lot of culture. Now, here is the frustration I'm having since I'm back home and I'm a Catholic, because the well, let me the Catholic... let me just let me just let me just address let me just respond to, the, to what you just said. Uh, I'm not Protestant, okay, but um, and I do not feel that Catholics do not love the Lord. I, I don't feel that way at all. So let me just make myself clear. I don't know if that was directed towards me, but I'm just saying that is not how I feel at all. My comment, and it was not meant to offend anyone. So if I offended anyone, I apologize. You are free no. to whatever religion you would like to be. I said for me, I do not believe in purgatory anymore. I do not. That's for me. Okay. Everybody, you are free to choose whatever you believe. A part of me will always cherish um, being a Catholic. A part of me will always cherish that. Listen, the nuns babysat us. Okay. I was babysat at a convent every day after school. So a part of me will always cherish that. And that's because these nuns 
raised my mom and her siblings. And so, you know, they all went to the Catholic school and the Catholic church and the whole thing. And so they were close with our family and they babysat us. I went from school to the, to, to the convent. Okay. So a part of me will always cherish being a Catholic. It's just that as an adult, my belief system has changed. I respect whatever you believe. I respect whatever anybody on this call or anybody listening to the archives believes. This is, I'm simply saying how I believe. Okay. Okay. So, All right. I, That's fair enough. Fair and enough. I, and I definitely, listen, there, there is no religion where everybody in that religion is good or everybody in that religion is bad. It's a mixture and every single, not all, everybody in Lord, Lord, not everybody in the Baptist church, not everybody in the Protestant church, not everybody in the Catholic church, Jehovah Witness, it's all mixed in there together, okay? There's no perfect church. There's no perfect person, period, at all. Not walking this earth, there is none. No perfect church. So that's, you know, I just want to clear that up. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, I do understand how people feel because whenever people go after a church, it seems like the Catholic one is the favorite. And that used to be mine because I was taught a certain way. Being raised Baptist, I was taught that the Catholics were, they were definitely not saved. They were definitely going to hell. And now coming back to where I live in California, which is a totally different um not totally different because Catholic church is Catholic church, but the makeup in California is different than the people that brought me into the church when they helped me, you know, go through my catechism and all that. Um, I find a lot, a lot, a lot of cultural Catholics, which to me is extremely annoying. Extremely, uh, cultural Catholics are the people that are just raised in it. They, they have no, like they have very little conviction. You know, they just live any kind of way. Oh yeah, I'm Catholic or whatever. That's annoying. That is extreme. Like, I'm like, there's so much beauty and so much richness and so much history there. And yet all you want to be is just a go. Like, for example, I helped work with some of the youth a little bit. I, and I got out of it because it was all the worst experience ever trying to do the religious education for these disrespectful youth who were just there because they were cultural Catholics and they were told by their parents they had to get con their confirmation, their first communion, because it was, a, it was just what we do, because this is what we do. And after that, they don't come back to church. You don't see them again until maybe 10, 20 years later when they get married and you know what to be, honest, that's in, to be honest that's in most churches <laughs> you know not just the catholic church that well, happens in most no, i didn't find that in the pentecostals the, the pentecostals are serious about their church church uh what's it called assembly of god those people are serious like they don't just you know they're not cultural pentecostals some of them might be but a lot of them are emotionally connected to god which is not a bad thing it's not no, good it's to be not all emotional all. and what no I was, knowledge. What I was getting at is that a lot of people get baptized. It would be called, you know, a lot of people get baptized as children because this is what our parents, you know, want for us. And they take us to get baptized as children. And then a lot of times you grow up and you live your own life. And, and a lot of people are separated from the church. I know as a youth, I was, well, in, in my 20s, you know, I strayed away because I wasn't at home anymore. I, my parents weren't making me go to church anymore, but I had already been baptized and all of that because I had to. And I was in church every Sunday because I had to when I was living at home. But when I got older and I was out on my own, I kind of strayed away from that for a while. And then I came back. So that's what right. I'm saying. Like a lot of people will stray away. 
but God still, you know, has a hedge of protection over us, mainly because our parents are <laughs> are praying for us. Yeah, but, right. You know, people do stray away. Um, it's not yeah. a good thing, but it, it happens. What I'm saying is that what they were doing is while they were in the confirmation class, they were only there for one purpose. And so we they, they actually had to tell them, you need to get your card signed every Sunday to prove you came to church. And then also the parents wouldn't come. The parents would bring them, drop them off to confirmation class to get them confirmed. But the parents themselves were not even going to church. They just wanted their child confirmed because that's what you do when you're a teenager in our culture. And so they had to like make make some measurements to say, you know what, the parents need, if your parents are not coming to church every Sunday too, we're not going to confirm you because it's their obligation to teach you in the ways of Christ. Like if they're right. not even showing up. And, and so we, first of all, we need your parents to show up and we need to get your card signed to prove you came to church every week during your religious education, unless you have a really good excuse. And if not, we're not, gonna, I mean, you shouldn't have to threaten people <laughs> to come to church. But right. that's what a lot of the cultural people that are just cultural Catholics. On the other hand, I did also meet a lot of Catholics. You know, I think of one lady, uh, Maria, her name was Maria Elena. I won't say her last name. I don't even know her last name. But, you know, she truly loved the Lord like nobody's business. She would always pray for my mom. She was just the sweetest thing. You have those two. You know, you have you have those two. So I just I was just hoping that I really hope because I know sometimes you talk about like people who are perping you or perping on the line. I'm really, really not. I, can't, I mean, there's no way to prove it because I know what we're all going through. But I'm really not a perp. I'm really not. I Who said you are a perp? Wait, 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 wait. Where that's coming from? Who said you were a perp? Well, because I, I felt, I don't know. Because there's been times, you know, I don't know. I'm just super sensitive. And there has been times that, that you said there's somebody on the line that I'm going to have to cut them off and da-da-da. And then today, when you start talking about the Catholics, I'm like, oh, no, because I've said I'm Catholic on here more than once. And so when you started saying about the Catholic, I'm like, oh, no, I wonder if she thinks I'm the perp because I'm really not. No, no, because no. I'm let telling me, you, in this whole community, hold on, let me say one more thing, Renata, just to you. Since I've okay. been in this whole community, I do a lot of calls now, not just your call was the first one, but now I do a lot of other calls as well. Yes. And the information, like, you know, privately, I've texted you, I've called you, I've given you, you know, the real deal. I haven't done that in any right. other community because I only felt safe here, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not saying in the well, future I won't come much. out with everybody else and tell them everything. But for right now, this is the only place that I consider my home in the TI community. So I really don't want to be seen as a perk. <laughs> okay. I don't even know where that's coming from. But okay. Here's, okay. Here's the thing. When I read a scripture, now I'm going off of what you said about the scripture when I when I mentioned Catholic. Um, when I read a scripture. I try to be led by the spirit when I speak. So none of it is planned. I really honestly do not plan what I'm going to say. I plan the scripture, but I don't plan what's going to come out of my mouth. I ask the spirit to move through me and to speak through me. So whatever comes out, that is of God. That's how I feel. Okay. Now, for some reason today, there were two scriptures on my heart. Two. And I, and I wasn't sure why. So I said, well, I'll just, you know, go ahead. First, first, I said, I'll go ahead and do them both since I was feeling that I should. But then I was so long with the first one that I decided not to do the second one. But then I said, no, I'm going to be obedient to God and I'm going to just go ahead and do it because you never know who you're speaking to. When the Lord is using you, you don't know who it's for. I even do that on my YouTube calls, especially since I've been doing the YouTube lives. Stuff will just come out. I'll say, OK. Um, we're going to end the call. We're going to end this YouTube video. And then for some reason, I'll just keep talking. I'll get on a total different subject than we were even talking about. 
And I feel that that is because the Lord is using me to speak to someone. And I really don't know who unless somebody will say, because the last time I just started talking about something totally different and we were supposed to have been done 30 minutes ago. And someone said to me, thank you. That was for me. I, I didn't know that. OK, so when I am talking uh, uh, about a scripture or whatever, I'm not directing that towards anyone. I'm sincerely hoping that what I'm saying is resonating with someone, especially when it comes to salvation. And like uh, like that scripture was saying, hot or cold, that to me, that is a very serious message that needs to be yeah. heard by people. It's a serious reminder because I was saying to myself when I was going to do that scripture, I said, this is a reminder to myself that I can't be hot or cold. That's why I always include myself <laughs> when, when I'm talking to people. I'm like, and me too, because I have not made the trip. I'm not perfect. There is no perfect person. So I'm not directing anything I said. I'm not directing at you. I honestly did not even know you were a Catholic or I probably oh. would not have said that because I'm never intending to offend anyone. And that's the honest to God truth. I'm not trying to be offensive to anyone, but um, uh, there are Catholics all the way down my lineage. Okay. All the way in the Midwest, all the way down is Catholics. So I would not even want to offend them. My mom switched over uh, religions when I was small. So I, you know, I, I, I remember being Catholic. I remember going to Catholic school. I remember being babysat by the nuns, Sister Mary Susan, all of that. I remember all of that, the priest, my mom's wedding was Catholic, all of that, okay? But I have changed my belief system. I even changed my belief from when my mom, my mom changed over to Baptist. When we moved to California, I changed from Baptist. So mm -hmm. as a we began to live our own lives, form our own opinions, do our own research, you know, and we go wherever we go. Okay. So honestly, I was not trying to offend you. I was not oh, no. speaking to you. There are okay. perks that come to this call, and that's a fact. That's a fact. They oh, yeah, I know. It is now. And so when I say things like that, I, they know who I'm talking to. They know exactly who well, I'm I talking to. Well, I knew it this, and... I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm still learning everything. And I just, I was like, I hope Bernard is not thinking that, you know, I, it's just very, this community is very confusing to me. I have never been more confused. In it's, my heavily life. Infiltrated. it's heavily infiltrated. I can tell you it is. Anybody who's been around, I know Charles is on the phone. He's been around. Jerome's on the phone. He's been around. Uh, Melissa's been around. Um, but uh, Charles and um, Jerome have been around longer. They can tell you about all the infiltration that used to happen on this call. You can go back and listen to some archives. So when I say that, I'm, I'm like a no-nonsense kind of person. If people haven't figured that out, like I don't have time for it. And um, and I know, I know, I was telling myself the other day, because I do make these comments a lot, like, you know, I'll just cut you off and stuff like that. And I know that that is mind control. I know this. I was praying that. Wait, what, what's day. mind control? What's mind control? For me to have that zero tolerance mentality where I will cut a person off just like that. I know that that is, I know that that is one of the ways that I am being mind controlled is what I'm saying. To not oh, okay. want to deal with people. You see what I'm saying? Like, I I yeah. know that I, I make those comments, like you were just saying, you know, 
well, I already know this person doing this and I will cut you out. You know, I know that. And I know that that's not a good thing because we need people, you know, we need to be interacting with people and things like that. So that's something I have to pray on for me because that whole isolation thing, it really does not affect me because I don't really like people like that anyway. But I, right. need, <laughs> I need to stop like saying that kind of stuff, confessing that kind of stuff. And I know that that is one of the major ways that they mind control me. I know this and I've been doing this because I've always been like this. So when I say those kind of things, I'm truly speaking about my own personality and I'm probably talking to someone who I know is listening because there are perps that come to these calls. Somebody was putting whole pornography in the um, chat room the other week. So I had to block the chat room where people can't even really, unless you're registered, you can't even come in the chat room because people had the whole new pictures in the and we couldn't even get it off. The oh screen. my gosh. We couldn't get it off. And people were people were in the chat room was like, Renata, what is this? Like we could not get it off. So I had to contact talk to you. So we get this kind of stuff. And I try to filter that kind of stuff out. I don't have time for it. I'm just trying to do what I'm trying to do. I don't want to deal with all the extra. So when I say those type of things, I get I'm, it. I'm really honestly, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking. I'm, well, if you ever do think I'm a perp, you have my phone number. So just text me and let me know. <laughs> You're listen. a perp and don't come back on my line. Because, I, you know, I depend on these calls. And to, to be afraid that you're being seen as a perp, it makes you just like, oh, my gosh. You already have so much perping going on out there. It's your job. It's just everywhere. Yeah. Church, you know, that you don't. But I'm going to tell you this. You're going to be called a perp in this community, okay? Because everybody gets called a perp in this community. You were telling me a couple of weeks ago, yeah, yeah, I heard that you were a perp. I mean, it happens. You know, I, I don't care. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? like, that, that was on YouTube, though. Somebody on YouTube had said that. People say it on YouTube. They say it on these calls. They text me and say it. They, I, I get it all the time. I've been getting it for years. And you know what? It is what it is. I know who I am. There is no perp that's going to do all the good that I try to do. None. Okay? I don't ask nobody for nothing. I don't do anything to anybody. Anybody who called me perp can not tell you one thing that I did to them. Okay? So it is what it is. You're going to get called a perp. Okay. I'm going to get called a perp. Everybody's going to get called a perp. We have to develop a thick skin. This community is heavily infiltrated. It is COINTELPRO 101, which means they're going to um, put out false information on you in order to turn people against you. It's it's part of the game. It's part of the game. That That's what's turning people against you in your private life. Quiet is kept. You know, even outside of these calls, that's why you think people turning on you because there's some vicious lie out there about you, which make people think you a bad person. It's the same concept in this community. They start all this. I call it the telephone game. Remember that game you used to play when you was little? One person whispering somebody ear and tell them something, and then it go all the way down the line. It goes all around, and it's different. Yeah. By the time it gets to the okay. end, it's a whole different story. It's the same concept. Okay. Develop a thick skin. Don't worry about what people have to say about you because you know who you are. I know who I am. My good works will show and whatever. As right. long as I'm pleasing in God's eyesight, I can't worry about the rest. Too much to worry about. Put your okay, well, thank you for entertaining this for so long. I got, I'm going to hop off the call in about 10 minutes. I'm also in a 12-step program, and I finally went back. I was glad, I, and I have a sponsor. I have to call her it for my time. But 
The thing is, I had even stopped going to my 12-step program because I was so afraid. They were sending so many perps in there like every time and they would make make it known like they would look at me and stare at me and they were new you know like other people that have been in the program for years you know them but these mm -hmm. random new people that were showing up at all the meetings and mad dogging me and staring at me and just being creepy and it just scared like the first I'm, I'm now past my first year mark of just june i think end of may june makes it a year that i even was aware that anything this horrible was even going on in the world like it's been a year, but yeah. the first year, oh my gosh, I was so terrified. I didn't even go, I stopped going and I need to be in my program. <laughs> I need to be there. Yeah. So yeah, I finally just June 1st, I finally went back. So I have to yeah, call my yeah. sponsor in nine minutes. So I'm going to be getting off the phone, but thank you for entertaining that for so long. I appreciate it. Okay. And I do sincerely oh. apologize if I offended you about the Catholic comment. Okay. I really do. Oh, no, no. I just wanted you to know oh, that no, I, I, some Catholics are serious. Some of us are hot. And not cold. Oh, I know that. So. <laughs> I didn't know. I never said. I never said that all Catholics were bad people. I didn't say any of that, and I don't feel that way. I really don't. Yeah. And here's one more thing I want to say about it. So many people used to be Catholic. If all the people that used to be Catholic would have stayed and helped fight against the evil that's going on in that church right now with all the molestation and all that crap, it's because all the good people keep leaving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'll listen, Renata, for a few more minutes, so I have to jump off. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So thank much. you. Mm -hmm, no problem. Now I don't know. Uh, Tia just mentioned she's in a 12-step program, and I'm not sure what kind. We didn't ask, and that's no, not even our business. But what I want to say is, um, I've heard about um, uh, what is that? AA. Yeah, Alcoholic Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. Um, and I don't know if this is the same as a 12-step program, but I've heard uh, people from the TI community that go to those, they say that those are heavily infiltrated with perps too, those um, AA meetings, which is really sad because I've heard that, you know, outside of the perping at the AA and the NA meetings, I've heard that people really make some really good progress in those uh, meetings and that they're really, really good programs. But, you know, they're going to send the infiltrators in, going to send them in, they always do. Okay, thank you guys for being patient. Start two if you would like to speak. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I was calling today because um, I've been really having um some hard targeting, and um, I wanted to know if anybody um had some advice to give me because I'm trying to figure out what exactly is going on as far as um, my husband and I, um, we're moving because the uh, the whole neighborhood is just new people within the last six months to a year. We don't even know half the people. And now everybody in the neighborhood practically is wearing red. Um, the older people who were in the neighborhood before, um, they're wearing red also. But um, I don't. I don't know. It just seems like um, the Lord had had me to go to sleep early yesterday. I kept uh, get napping off, and then I couldn't sleep when um, it got like about twelve o'clock or so. I couldn't sleep, and so I got up and I looked outside and I kept seeing this light twinkling, this thing twinkling in the back, this thing twinkling in the in the front, and then I looked up over the house, and it was twinkling. I believe they were, they were like little drones mm -hmm. uh, all around. 
And um, so I'm just wondering um, if this this heavy this heavy um, targeting is because they're trying to get me before I move. That's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like it's so hard, it's so heavy. This this targeting is that maybe. Um, you know, they're trying to do whatever they want to do to me before I move or whatever. I don't know. It just seems like it's just all of a sudden happening. Um, and I think that what happened was we were looking at somewhere to live, and uh, I was being hit um, with those um, weapons or something in the car all the way there. And then um, when we got there, um, the real estate lady was talking to us outside, and I could tell that people had followed us because while we were parked talking to the lady, I could feel the um, the weapons hitting me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just, um, you know, I was like, well, I know that something's going to happen. I had this feeling that something was going to happen. And all of a sudden I saw a man ride past with a red bicycle, and he was looking at me kind of strange. And I knew then that that was, um, you know, I don't know if it was a perp or somebody from the program letting me know that they, they had followed us. And um, it was a couple of days later that the lady called and told us that we got the place. And she said that a man had came in, and he tried his best to talk her into not giving the place to us, that he was going to offer her more money. And that um told you that? Wait, who told you that? Who told you that? The lady, the lady who we were who we were, uh the real estate lady, she called us, you know, how they check you do, you know, checks on you and everything. And she called us and told us that everything was okay with as far as the check. And um, you know, she wanted to know if we still wanted the place. And we said yes, she said, because there was a man it came and right behind as soon as you all pulled off and I had a feeling that it was the man on the bicycle well you know what that's big that's big that's big start right there because that's big that's the kind of information that we don't normally get so the Lord bless you to see what's going on and you have just helped us to see one of the tactics that they use so they went and right after you and your husband left to talk to the lady. Okay, so that's one of the ways they're doing things. See? And she said it, the guy The Lord just money. revealed something to you. He revealed something yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. go ahead. The, she said that the guy offered her more money. Said the guy said, I really want this place bad. Is there any way I could get it? And the lady was like, no, I just told that couple we've been working with them. It wouldn't be fair to them. But it, and I know that it was God because we have been praying and fasting because we wanted to get out here because this house is a Venus flytrap. I mean, I just, I don't feel, I used to love the house, but now yeah. since I've been targeted, I can just tell, it's just, they, they, I can tell that they come in. Things are not where they're supposed to be before. Um, I saw a lady trying to put a key in our do- in the, in the lock one day. Because my husband had drove went to the store or something, and the van wasn't parked in front of the house, so she thought nobody was home. And I could hear somebody trying to put a key in the door. And I looked, and I saw this lady, and I'm like, I don't know this lady. How's she putting a key in her? And then when she saw me, she ran and jumped into a red car, but she had the car parked in the driveway next door to us. 
and then she took off. And then it came to me. I've heard other TIs say that when they come home, stuff is not where they had it, at, you know, mm-hmm. before. And it's always a way of them letting you know they've been in your home. And that makes me feel raped. I hate that. Mm-hmm. You know what makes I mean? Makes you feel violated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, violated. If someone can come into my home that we're paying bills for. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, uh, what's coming to my mind is that the Lord really allows you to see things and to find out things, which most of us don't get. We, we, most of us have to assume, you know, that things are happening the way that we think they're happening. But the fact that you were able to see the lady put the key in your door, I really wish you would have taken a picture, but you, you didn't expect that. Um, And then the other lady told you what the man said and everything how he was trying to perp you up you guys out the out the place um so that's that's big that's something to thank god for because he lets you see these things you know yeah. he's giving you information that's useful so go ahead yeah. cause i have some thoughts. i have some thoughts as you as you are speaking and for anybody okay. who is listening if you guys have any information for her based on what she's saying then um, please, by all means, press star two and and give her your um, advice. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And so I I already knew that um, something like that was going to happen because I've heard other TIs say that the same exact thing had happened to them, but it was Mm -hmm. just, you know, this this, as far as the lady uh, with the red card, this happened like, you know, back in the wintertime. But, um, and then I was talking to a, a, a person and they were saying, well, I believe um, the reason why this is happening to you, the targeting is getting so like that is that maybe they want you all to leave. But we had already had decided that we wanted to leave the neighborhood because it's just so much going on in the neighborhood that it's no longer the neighborhood that we thought it was when we first moved here. But... Um, the uh the you know I could, the, the targeting is just getting terrible and only a person who is a target actual target can really see what's going on as far as the targeting. My husband doesn't see it because he's not the target. I am. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. and so and so when I see these things, I, a lot of the stuff I just keep to myself because I know as a target when you tell people what's going on, a lot of times they don't believe you. And these people know that they're not going to believe you. That's why they do this stuff. Okay. Would you like my feedback? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Let me uh, start, too, if you guys would like to give her feedback. Let me read to you what uh, Tia is saying in the um, chat room. Tia says they will move in the new people into your neighborhood, into the new neighborhood, too. And she says that most of her neighborhood has changed since she's moved there. And she said to keep moving is expensive. And I agree with everything Tia said. Um, So as you were talking, I was jotting down things. And uh, you made a comment that that people in the TI community said something. And and I'm just paraphrasing for what I remember. Something about... um, they want you to move or something like that, that the purpose wants you to move yeah. from your area. Yeah. Um, the first, as you were saying that, the first thing that came to my mind is you never do what they want you to do. 
Never. No, I'm. Uh, somebody from my family had told me that they thought that that they that they wanted us to move. But okay. Well, you don't do what they want you to do. Yeah, other people from the TI community had told me that they had been into their house and saw stuff move from different places from where they put it at. Yeah, yeah, that's how you know. That's how you know. You know, like like one time I came home and um, there was some flowers that I had. Like uh, there was some. My husband is just now hearing me hearing me talk about it because I kept it to myself, but. Um, when when uh, we had went to church and then I came home on a Sunday and there was um, like a, a little shelf in the restroom where I had little flowers sitting across it and everything and then when we came not that not that this is something different so I came home from um, came from home from church and I saw would see the little flowers sitting on the on the floor. And then I would pick the flower up and put it back on the on the thing. Well, then we would go somewhere else, you know, and then come home again, and that same flower would be sitting on the floor when I had knew I had just put the flower back up. It was like little things happening that that um, people was letting someone was letting me know. Somebody was letting me letting letting me know, um, you know, what was going on. So. And then I would hear I would hear other TI say, well, you know they, you know they would come home and 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 something would be in a different space from where they had put it at before, and stuff like that. And yeah, that so happens a I lot. Know. It does, and they they tamper with people's food in their refrigerator and stuff like that. Um, but I will just remind you because I'm sure you already know this, but I'm just going to remind you. Whatever you react to, they're going to give you more of it, okay? Because the whole goal, well, one of the goals, is to um, to bother you, you know, and to get under your skin and to perp you. And if that's going to bother you or you're going to react to that, they're going to keep it coming, okay? And, and those those things that are getting under your skin the most, you're going to get more and more, and that's going to intensify, so what I try to do, and it, it, it is hard sometimes, it, just, it is, um, is to, even if it does bother me, you know how that saying, never let them see you sweat? I mm -hmm. try, I try, and I'm going to use that word try with all capital letters because it can, it can be very difficult sometimes not to react, but you try not to react. Um, try not to speak it if you can. Try not to act mm -hmm. surprised. Try not to act like it bothers you, even if it mm -hmm. does. Even if mm -hmm. it does. Because they're paying attention mm -hmm. to that. And if you come in and say, oh, my gosh, they moved my stuff around. Oh, my God. You know, and you just, let's just say, and I'm not saying this is you, but let's just say it, it, this happens to a sensitive person because I, I have spoken with some. Um, who this type of thing happens to, and they just they just fall all apart, and they cry, and oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody came in here, you know, and all of that, and then they get more and more and more and more of that. I believe they come into my house when I leave as well, 
but I don't care because I see that as a as a form of control. And a lot of this is is us the way we look at things, the way we, you know, I try to put things in my mind the way I can process it and the way I can understand mm -hmm. it. And so I say to myself, I'm not going to let that control me. I have no attachment to any of these physical phys uh, 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 material things. You know, they're mine. Me and my husband work hard for them. We don't have much, but you know, it is what it it's is. Sure. I'm not going to stay in the house. I know people that literally will not leave their house because, you know, people come in when they leave. And of course, none of us wants that to happen. That should not be happening. The police are not going to do anything about it. We know that. But at the same time, I cannot allow that to control me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that's something you have to think about. And I agree with Tia um, in the chat room who made the comment that, unfortunately and we pray that this does not happen but what's the word uh history has shown with ti's that when they move the same thing happens or worse now you just have different players and like i say i try to rationalize things in my mind so what i say to myself is I'd rather deal with these fools, these perps that I have than to meet some new ones, okay? So I'm gonna go ahead and just deal with these over here. And the reason why I say that is because I like my house. It is mm -hmm. convenient for me to the, the, the places that I travel to during the day, work or whatever. It's convenient, it's affordable, you know, I like it, whatever, okay? So I'm staying here. This is where mm -hmm. I want to dwell. Okay, mm -hmm. so I say to you, if when you get to your next place, because you're you're already in the process of moving, it sounds like. So when you get to your next place, if you like your place, you know, it's convenient for you. It's affordable for you and your husband. It works for you. Then stay there. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Don't let them mm -hmm. run you off because the same thing will keep playing out no matter where you go. I know people who have moved two and three different places around the country. That the same thing kept happening and worse. Got to move to another place, same thing kept happening. So this targeting goes with the target. It's not about your physical location where you are now. It it, it travels with you. Where and that's even to a so learn how to um, make it work for you, make the best out of a bad situation. And we pray one day this will all come, all cease. But for now, you know, this is what it is. Now, with that being said, about moving, I do know uh, or have been told from several people who um, have gotten a little relief from the targeting, because, you know, it won't be the same because you're dealing with different people. Um, but some of the people that I know who have gotten a little relief are people who moved like out in country settings or mm -hmm. um, people who who have uh, purchased a uh, like trailer home and and um, and put it on some acreage. You know, mm -hmm. or I know, I know I do know two people who have a home and it's not even a trailer home, but a regular single family home but they have a lot of acreage so they're kind of isolated in that sense like the neighbors are not like right on top of them 
you know, like like my mm -hmm. house, like the neighbors are just bam, bam, bam. You know, like we just all right here. But some people who have land, a lot of land around them, they, you know, don't have as many neighbor issues, but they still have some, but not as many. Because one person, like she said, people like to drive, the perps like to drive up on her land and things like that. And then uh, several of them who have the acreage, they get more of the air traffic. They get more of the helicopters and the airplanes and the drones and things like that, because mm -hmm. it would be too obvious for people to walk up on them. But then at the same time, when they have to go uh, to the inner city to go grocery shopping and to handle their business and things like that, they get perp pretty heavy when they go, mm -hmm. you know, when they go out like that. So you know, it, it it follows us, but I mean, there are certain situations and then there are areas that are worse than others. Like California is really, really bad for the stalking. I heard um, that. I heard that it was really, really bad. It is. It's horrible. And I think most of us who live here can tell you that. And that's just all over California, too. Um, and so I guess some states may be a little bit better than others. But, you know, I mean, the bottom line is it, it, it you know, it follows the target. This 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 stuff is assigned to you, assigned to me, you know. So no matter I have different, I have visited different places, and the same stuff has happened. The same um, somebody stuff. Was, somebody had said that when you become a target, they have uh, locksmiths, and what they do is they make keys to everybody's house, and um, they come into your home, and when you're not at home, and things like that. And once you get onto the get on the program. Um, you know, I've even heard, uh, uh, well, there was a lady who was on um, uh, one of these um, shows on television. She was saying that she had went into her son's room and she found a small camera in her son's room and everything. And then they put it on one of the news stations. Um, you know, the lady found it and she was telling them that, you know, she was a targeted individual and all the stuff that was happening to her. And it ended up on the news. But um oh. I look. I've looked around and I haven't seen anything like that. But I can. I can say that I did see the lady uh, at the door. I did see the lady at the door, and um, I seen that one time. And I think when she saw me uh, that one time, um, I think now what they do is they ride past several times to make sure that there's nobody in the house um, when they try. You know, try that coming into your house since that happened to me. Yeah. So I was just, just you just have to give that you know. to God and just know that that happens to most targets. Um, it's to gaslight you. It's to make you paranoid. It's to control you. It's to keep you in the house, you know, and you just, you can't let that happen. You know what I'm saying? And what exactly is gaslighting? I'm not, what is, exactly is it? It's to make you think, uh, it's to make you question your own sanity, basically. Like you okay. say, they move things around. So you would say, wait a minute, I know I put that there. I know I put that there. Yeah. And then you just start questioning, questioning things, mm -hmm. you know. And then if a person is actively trying to gaslight you, they'll say, no, you didn't put that there because I saw you put it right there. You'll say, no, 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 because I always put it there and I, 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 I looked at it right before I walked out the door. Then somebody will say, no, uh-uh, I watched you put it over there. 
You know what I'm saying? So then you start to question yourself if that happens enough. And that's just a small example of gaslighting because it can happen in many ways. But that's what they're basically trying to do. In now, other words, they're trying to let you know they've been there. Yes, but they also want you to start to question your own sanity. Oh, yeah. That's what ga the gaslighting yeah. part. Now, I want to talk about something, some other things that you said. Um, you mentioned the the um, the red and yeah. how most of your neighbors are wearing red. Well, of course, you know that that's the color stalking, and they don't only do it with red. They do it with other colors, too, but red and black seem to be their favorites, but they do it with colors and patterns and shapes and people and whatever. Um, it's all part of mind control. Um you can desensitize. This is what you guys need to know. For every problem, there's a solution, okay? So you can desensitize yourself to this stuff. You really can. It takes a lot of work because all of this is ongoing and they, they, you know, they never let up. They're relentless, but you can. So one of the things you can do is you can start to wear red yourself and it is not to perp them. Let me make that clear. It's not to perp them. It is to desensitize yourself because that's one of the things that never bothered me is the color thing because like i said i try to put things in my mind the way i want to receive them so i tell myself a color is just a color okay i got perps that wear every color <laughs> you can think of and some colors we never even seen okay so i don't care about the color thing and if you want to get to that point where you don't care about that either you can desensitize yourself from it you can start wow. to wear the color Start to wear that color yourself, and you'll know. Your mind will say that that didn't kill me. Red didn't. Well, kill I do. Me. I do, but I think that I think that what I think that what they're doing is they're when they wear it, they're showing solidarity, like we're all against you. But That's that fine. Doesn't really bother me. But That's I just fine. noticed. I just noticed noticed it that that mm -hmm. that that's what they're doing. Yeah, good. Don't let it bother you and don't overthink it. Don't don't even try to figure out what they're doing, the solidarity. It does not matter. Let me tell you what I did one day. This was when I still didn't even know too much about targeting. They were trying to do that color thing with me. And one day I was at work in the and I worked up on one of the high floors. And I don't know why I did this, but I went to the um to the window in the conference room. And then I started once I did it once, I started doing it every morning. But I went to the window and I looked out the window as far as I could see. And I said to myself, there's a person over there about 20 blocks away, or however far that was. And they're wearing red. There's a red car over there, way over there. Those people are not perping me. You know what I'm saying? They're not perping me. So that was me putting it in my mind that everybody wearing this color is not a perp. This is a, a common color that people wear. In fact, it's a color that I like. I like this color. I'm not going to let them change me from that although when i wear it on my videos i got to get all this feedback from the ti community oh you perfect us because you wear red okay it's <laughs> that's one of crazy. my favorite color it's one that's of my what favorite I'm colors that's crazy to me but if you wear it around a ti they're going to think you perfect them and to me that's sad because reality is 
we wear these colors, you know, and black is one of their favorite colors. We, I wear a lot of black. I have a lot of black. It's a staple. Like it's a color, it's a common color that people wear all the time. And so we can't let, like we really have to recondition our own minds. And when I looked out that window that day, I saw all this stuff they perked me with. I saw it blocks and blocks and blocks away. And I said, those people way over there are not perping me. They have no idea that I'm looking out this window. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, um, all mm-hmm. of the kind of vehicles they used to part me with, the police cars, the fire trucks, the, all that stuff was many, many miles away, and those people weren't thinking about me. And I had to tell wow. myself that. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't be bothered with that kind of stuff because it's it's foolishness, and I don't care. And my mind is gonna be stronger than that. And that's the same way we need to think. Like we can't, we can't let them weaken our minds because that's exactly yeah. what they're do so yeah. well um, i'm gonna say i'm gonna let somebody um also um the uh the hitting me with the whatever weapon or whatever um mm-hmm. they hit me in my hit me in my foot so bad bad that i have like a, a deep cut on my foot and um i just had my foot sitting up on top of um one of those little ottomans over my daughter's house and I mm-hmm. felt this real sharp stinging, like, cut. And I didn't pay attention to it until that evening when I went to go take my shoes off. Mm-hmm. I saw how deep it was. And I know for a fact it had to be some kind of laser. And um, it was it was kind of bad. It was kind of oh, bad. And uh, I was almost thinking that I might have had to get some stitches because it was pretty deep. Oh. Now, this technology that they're using nowadays. Now, I, I've talked to a, a couple other TIs that told me they got it in the foot too. And I'm like, why would they get, well, it's because they know that nobody will see it but me. And and it's it's a it try to scare you. But you know, um, I was reading in the word of God and it gave me some comfort where it says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't care what I don't care what they do. Um, you know, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to let them scare me. Good. And um, I just took care of my foot, and um, it's starting to heal. But it happened, um, I think, uh, Father's Day, I think it was. And um, it's, 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 you know, it's still kind of raw, you know, and I, I'm, li- I'm limping a little. But it's just that I, this, this targeting is 100% evil. Oh, yes, it is. Now, did your and, daughter graduate or did she finish school? I don't know if she's supposed to graduate, but did she well, finish school? Well, she she missed one problem, and you can't miss any. Oh. Everything else, right, the high, high scores and everything, because of, you have to know it for the dosage uh-huh. uh, with the patient and everything, so she's going to have to take that one class over. Okay. So instead of her graduating in July, she'll be graduating in September because that's how when the when the class is over. But that's she's okay. She's 97% there, so that's great. Yeah, she's so disappointed because she wanted to graduate with her class. But I told her, I said, well, you only have that to concentrate on. So, you know, the teacher even admitted that she added something onto the test that they didn't have on the test actually and my daughter had to go to somebody another person and have them to look at it too and 
they were saying, well, we we gave, because at first they tried to say she missed two, but they said, well, we'll give you this one, but the other one, not. Nah, we can't give you that one. So you can't miss any. So she missed the one. So she ha- she's going to have to take that class over just because she missed one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they do that. You know. Yeah. So, but I really, really did help me a lot because I was trying to figure out, and my husband heard me talking because I had never told him about the key. Because when I tell him stuff, he doesn't never believe me because he's not a target. So I keep a lot of stuff to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't tell him a lot of stuff, you know, because I don't feel like having to keep trying to explain something to somebody that's not going to believe what's going on. So, you know, I'm better off just keeping it to myself. Well, and then, you know, come to these calls and other calls and talk about it because it's, it's really important to process it and to get feedback. Sometimes uh, different perspectives really help help us understand yeah. things. Well, I know talking to, listening to you all and talking today really helped me because um, the thing with my foot and then um, – you know that they're being hit all the time with the with those weapons. They they wear it wears you down. It yeah. really does. It wears down your body. You be tired. You be, it, and and then it takes me like a whole like maybe almost seven to ten days to get my body back right before I can go out again because they're steady hitting you. And you know a lot of people don't understand. I'm going to have to get off the car right now. My husband wants to talk to me about what he heard me say. Okay. Okay. Well, take care, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. you like. Okay. Bye. Okay. Um, yes. Hi, Charles. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, Renata. Yeah, I got, uh, I got Samantha joining me. Uh, she, she, yeah, I got her joining me. Okay. Hey, Samantha. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, um, I I text you. I don't know if you got my message. I text you back. Okay. You didn't get it? Oh, but the, because everything is all hacked up, Renata. So oh. I don't know. But I told you about the man that um, the Liberty. I was I was turned. My feet were turned in, and he just came right across with the stroller and rolled me off the uh. Roll my foot over by the stroller, and out of reaction, I don't really hit nobody. I just punched them. They had all their witnesses and stuff there, but it was a no cop call. Okay. I just thank God that I didn't get in trouble, but I just pray for me because I don't want to react like that ever again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I know it's a setup. You know. Yeah, you know it is. Okay, hold on. Well, hold on one second, Samantha. Let me just because uh, people, the people on the call can't really hear you guys because you're talking through my cell phone. So let me just recap what you said so the people can know what you're saying. Okay, so um, you guys, Samantha is on my phone with Charles, and what she said was she got perped really bad the other day. She was she was out in public, and someone ran over her foot with a stroller, and out of reaction, she hit the guy, uh, but the cops were not called, so thank God for that, but she was saying that going forward, she does not want to react like that. Um, a big part of this, if we all know this, is provocation. They try to provoke us to anger. Most of the time, it does not work. 
but sometimes it does. And I think most of us can attest to that. I can't speak for everybody, but sometimes it, you just, it, it, it ain't happening that day. Like you just not feel, you know, you don't want to be dealing with that. And um, like she said, out of reaction, you know, she did what she did. So go ahead. We're listening. I just, you know, I just asked you to pray for me because I don't want to be set up. That's all. I'm trying to ignore as best as I can. I try to stay prayed up. But I just think that, you know, sometimes they go a little overboard. So whatever they're trying to get to a game, they just do anything. But I think the reason why it wasn't, um, because the police wasn't called because my feet were turned in uh, and he just came right on top of me. And even if they did record it, 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 it would have been seen that what he did is the reason why I was acting the way I acted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Or you know what? He could have. He could have gone off the script too, because you know they're given a script and they're supposed to do certain things. And maybe he was not supposed to do that. And he would have known if the police would have got called, he probably would have been in trouble. Say that again, but not I can't hear you. I don't know what's wrong with the phone. Okay, let me pick up the phone. Um, what I was saying was that they the perps are given a script. They're told this is what you're supposed to do. When that lady walks past, you're supposed to say this, or you're supposed to look at her that way, or whatever. Maybe, maybe he was not instructed to run over your feet with that um, stroller. Maybe he did that on his own, which would have meant if the police would have got called, he probably would have suffered some consequences from the higher up perps because he wasn't supposed to do that in the first place. Oh, I think you say okay. You know what I mean? Like they have a script. They they pretty much actors, and they have a, they have uh-huh. they have a script, and they they're supposed to do what they're told. Not saying he wasn't told to do that. I mean, maybe he was. I don't know. Mm. But he shouldn't have did it. I know. And I had my grandson there, so I didn't really want to do nothing like that. Yeah. But he just caught me on guard. I was reading something on the bulletin board, and he came right over by me. And he did it really hard. So that's why I guess I reacted that way. I was like, I can't believe. I said, why did you run over my foot? He said it was an accident. No, like you said, he came over there to you. Yes. He could have walked behind me. He had enough room. It wasn't no accident. You could tell. It wasn't no accident. My feet were turned into the building, to the bulletin board, reading the bulletin board. I'm sorry to hear that. I, I know I get it with the shopping carts all the time. They be running into me all weekend with those shopping carts. I get it all the time. I know exactly what you mean. Sometimes, most of the time, we can really hold our composure. But sometimes you just, it, it, I mean, reflexes, you know? Right. And they will always make it look like an accident. Always. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, crazy lady. It was an accident, crazy lady. You know they like to call you crazy. Oh, wow. Tia in the chat room says, was there a baby in the stroller? No, it was not. No baby in the stroller, Tia. And um, she also said one of the ways they perp her is to have strollers with no baby in it. This is this is the sickest program that ever existed. I'm so serious. It's so sick. 
These people are insane. Well, and I'm. The man was Caucasian, so now every time I go outside, it was like she don't like white people. Every time they go past me, she don't like white people. Oh, really? Yes, just because the man was Caucasian, I guess. And now all of a sudden, since that day happened, when I walk past people, she don't like white people. They want me to say something to them, you know? Yeah, but no. Okay, in case you guys didn't hear that, she said that the guy who ran over her foot with the stroller, he was Caucasian. And so now, when she goes out of the house, people are walking past saying she don't like white people. She don't like white people. They, they're so sickening. Oh, my gosh. They're so sickening. I told you the guy, I, well, I said on my video, the guy came to my job and blurted out, I was I was with some clients. I was with some people who had just got off the plane from New York, taking them to a big meeting. This guy comes in the building. He appeared homeless. He might not have been, but he appeared that way. And he blurted out, she don't like her own kind. She don't like black people. She, I was like, these people are, they know no boundaries. They're crazy. They know no boundaries. Just ignore. Okay, anything else? Do you want to say anything else? No, it's just that they still using a lot of the children. I know when I was on the call before, somebody said, you know, they ignore the children. But my main concern is that um, they raise these children up to be little Satanists. It's all over my block. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I just ask y'all to pray for the children because they really raise their children to be little Satanists. Little Satan, it's horrible, Renata. Isn't that sad? That's so sad. I have seen them. I have seen them in my neighborhood. Um, the parents were perps. They used a little bitty kid, two, three, four, five years old, to perp people, and kids grow up, and now they're adult perps. I, I've seen it many times. And it's it's a sad thing. It is, Renata. It's just it's, it's horrible. I can't believe it. It's horrible. Do you still have your tenant? Is that working out? No, no, no. She's moving to God. Um, God sent me from that person, but she's making noise campaigns. Um, her last day it is the last day this month, so she'll be gone. Good. in there, you know, who will pay pay rent and you won't have to worry about that. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm praying, Renata. I'm praying. Yeah. That I will. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank yes, you. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, praying for all y'all. Keep me in your prayers, okay? Thank you. Okay. okay. Jerome has okay. been waiting so patiently. Hello? Who do I mute? Hello? Jerome, is that you? Yes, hello. Yes, hi. Hi there. Sorry. Yeah, uh, 
recently? Yeah, just listening to things go down. Uh, yeah, they they brought my phone, so I don't know what's, uh, if my my transmission will cut off. Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'll start with father, uh, Father's Day. It was um, I actually celebrated uh, early uh, Father's Day a few days before because they prepped the hell out of me uh, during these uh, kind of special events. Like they mm-hmm. set up, uh, they set up for you at Father's Day, Christmas. Long weekends is the worst. They they will bring it to you, just to, just to try and ruin that special feeling. There's a special feeling that goes along with a long weekend, and they want to just yeah. drag that out of you. So, yeah, Father's Day, they did a little bit. Of, they, they always do a little bit of something, something extra. You know, just to uh, just to perp you on that day, just to take the joy away from that day. But uh, yeah, my style is I don't I I try not to get sucked in. I don't get sucked into their um to their uh, to their game. I just stay <clears throat> stay above it. I had one hell of a chest cold. I don't know what it is. Um, I think it was uh, the weather. It was really up and down. A lot of heat, and then the breeze would come and cool you down. So yeah, I caught, <laughs> I caught a really good cold. It was awesome. Um, uh, and, and of course, when you are when you're sick, they they prep you even harder. I don't know what they do with the lungs, but they seem to have a way to increase the congestion and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I had a good week. Uh, I always uh, I always stick to my agenda, which is the affirmations. And the karate, the karate helps a lot. It strengthens you, your spirit, strengthens your body. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I have a lot of, and yeah, they put me there too. So it's not to not to make it sound like it's like um, a Shangbala. They get there and they try to prep you too. They prep you everywhere. Um, but um, that's just the game. Uh, yeah, and it's good to hear your uh, your 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 talk show is going back to. Uh, like you said, I've been I've been on your shows, on your show for a long, long time, and it has a certain flavor, and the flavor works. The the people like your flavor. They they like the way it goes down. You you deal with everyone. You're you're fair. Um, uh, you run it a certain way, and people like the vibe. People like the um, well. I'm going. I'll, I'll speak for me, but it seems like people does because they tune in a lot. But uh, I like the vibe. Um, you know, it's not uh, it's, it's not biased. It's not elitist. It's um, it's, yeah, it's very it's it's very fair. Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I hope I covered all the, uh, uh, all the questions. I had a really good week. Um, I don't let the perping get to me. Uh, I just stay on my, I stay, stay on my course. I try to be as constant as the Northern Star. Um, Father's Day, they perped me on Father's Day, so I, I, I took, uh, you know, my Father's Day celebration. My son said, Happy Father's Day. And uh, we just spent some time together, just chilling out, watching Netflix and doing some video games. We played Dungeons and Dragons. 
And we just had yeah. it was it was really cool. Um, so I don't know what other questions you you asked. I can't even um, remember because I didn't write them down today. I was just I don't know. Yeah. I didn't write them down. Yeah, it's um. Uh, you said, like, uh, what is it like being a, a father and being tired? I just try. I keep yeah, is there a difference in being a father before you knew you were targeted and after? Uh, say again? Is there a difference being a father before targeting and after? Like, do you have different concerns for your children? Do you feel <clears throat> like you can father at your full potential as a target or whatever? Yeah, like I left, uh, I called you with a question because there was, uh, it's, I don't know if I want it, want it to be recorded, but um, there, there's, a, there's this uh, dude, I, I don't think he's particularly, uh, I don't think he's particularly good for my, for my son's life. I think he's a little bit of a perp. Yeah, because there was an incident there, and it it uh, it had the potential. It kind of created a risk. Uh, but not. Your phone okay. cut out. We can't yeah. hear you. We can't hear you. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, we can't hear you. Okay, yeah, they, it's been breaking up. Uh, sometimes when I'm listening, it breaks up also. Can you hear me? Yeah, but you're breaking up, but we can hear you now. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think this guy, this friend was particularly good. And, uh, yeah, I, was, I wanted to talk to you. I just wanted to talk to you and, you know, what I'm yeah. A bit, yeah, basically. I sent you a text for you to call me. I don't know if you got it. It seems like people are not getting my text these days. No, I, I didn't get your text. Oh, you right back. I said you can call me now because I think I don't know what I was doing when you texted me originally. Okay, so you're the second person that didn't get my text. So I'm going to have to pay attention to that. Yeah. Um. Yes, Charles. Yes, Charles. Yeah, yeah. Ask, ask Jerome, did he see John Wick yet? Charles said, did you see John Wick yet, Jerome? Of, of course, man. I saw John Wick, and I'm looking forward to the Dark Phoenix, and you've got to, you've got to know that I'm going to see Shaft. You've got to know that, dude. I'm oh, my gosh. See... Shaft is so good. Shaft is good. Shaft is good, yeah. guys. It's some vulgar language, but it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Shaft. And yeah, there's uh, yeah, I didn't there's some. I've got to go and see him. Yeah, you have to see Shaft. It's cool. It's, it's good. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's one of the things that keep me up. Is just uh, you know, going to these kind of and they're popular too. But what can you do? You can put your life on hold, or you can just live it. So. Well, let me ask you a question, Jerome, because your phone was that the guy that your son is friends with, is he causing a rift between you and your son or trying to? I believe so. That's my, that's what I, that's my allegation. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. 
That's okay. That's that's just part of the game, and you just gotta be bigger than the game and just try and keep your head up. Yep, that's that's how they do it. We could talk about that another time. Not even your situation, but the the one of the ways that they infiltrate and come between um, relationships and friendships is that they send someone in on the person who they're trying to turn against you. So, okay, let's just say, for instance, you had a best friend. I'm just talking about anybody. You have a best friend, or for me, it was certain um, family members that I was extremely close to, hung around them. Uh, I'm at their house, they're in mine. We are on the phone all the time. And then before you know it, they will infiltrate by sending someone in to your best friend or son or daughter or whatever. Um, all of a sudden, they have this new friend that's taking your place. And then slowly they turn that person against you. I've seen that over and over. So hopefully that's not what's happening with you and your son. Yeah. But I've seen it. I'm sorry. I hope it work out. Your phone is cutting out really bad. We can't hear you. Bring me something to drink, son, please. I didn't hear. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm basically done. Thank you very much. Okay. And you can you can call me whenever. I I guess you didn't get my text. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thank you very much. Okay. No problem. Star two, if you would like to speak. Otherwise, we're going to call it a day. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm all right. Um, I called because um, I'd like to find out about Lauren. Lauren. I'd like to find out if she's still um, operating her her. Uh, her show because I called in last night and and I spoke with another lady. She and I were the only ones on the phone for more than an hour. And I was just wondering if she stopped um broadcasting or what's going on with her. Or if you know well, she she came here like two weeks ago and she had a call that particular week, uh week before last. But I don't know if Lauren does hers uh at the same time every week, or if she does them random. Thank you, sir. I'm not positive how she does her calls, but I know that, as far as I know, she's still around. At least it was week before last. Oh, okay. Well, maybe something happened with her family or something, or she just got tied up. Because, uh, from what I understood, it was every Saturday, 6 p.m. that she we called in, and so the lady and I talked for more than an hour. And she never came on. So that's the reason I'm calling. And I want you to know, Renata, I'm not a perk either. I don't know what. <laughs> Why what everybody feel on. like they have to say that today? I need to stop saying whatever I'm saying. I, I, I don't know, but I, I'm feeling some kind of way about, you know, it's just certain treatments that I seem to get when I'm a, when I call or when I'm on one of your lives or something that is, 
it's, it makes me feel uncomfortable, and I don't know why. I, I'm not doing anything. At least I didn't think I okay, would. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You say when you come to my lives, and I have seen you there, uh, and this is YouTube live, you guys. I, I do them at random. Um, I make you feel uncomfortable? Yes. Um, yes. What do, what do I say or do to make you feel it's uncomfortable? It's not what you say. It's the way you... Um, gloss over or do not address my my calls or or my comments or the, the same thing happened just today uh and maybe you can't see I, I left you a comment on chat about Lauren and I thought I wouldn't have to um you know actually speak to you in person because that's all I wanted was to find out what happened to her and you never addressed the the uh the comment that's on the chat and I, I feel like you just, I don't know. Okay, I, so for, for right now on this call, I am multitasking and there's two tabs and I have to go back and forth between the two tabs plus what I'm doing on my cell phone because I have two people on my on my cell phone that uh, is coming in on the call. Plus I have notes in my cell phone. So I'm going back and forth between three things. And so I have not seen your chat. Because I'm on a different page from the chat right now. I'm on the page that shows me the callers, which is a separate page from the chat. So okay. sometimes before we get offended, we have to kind of like, you know what I'm saying? It's no. not what what you think it is. No, it's not no, like I'm not offended. I'm 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 kind of wounded though because the comment was made about was there a baby in the stroller, and my comment had been up ten minutes before you you address that comment so it's I, i'm not feeling uh offended i'm feeling wounded as to why i'm being overlooked i don't understand did i uh, did i offend you in some kind of way have i have i talked out of turn um i don't know well, you, can't I really, you can't really talk out of turn on this call because i i have to unmute you so i unmuted yeah. you just like i muted everyone else and actually to be honest jerome held a way longer time today than anybody else because he he had his hand raised from the very beginning um which was two hours ago so he you know i had him on on hold longer than i did anybody else which wasn't intentional but i just try to go with the flow and there were people today who had things heavy on their heart so i allowed them to speak as long as they needed to speak now going back to your question where have you ever done anything to offend me if you want me to answer that here, I, I can do that. Would you like me I, to answer I, that here? Yes, I would. Okay. Because there was a time a couple of weeks ago when your phone kept calling me and hanging up. And every time I answered, they hung up. Now, this is one of the ways they perked me with people constantly hanging up in my face. But I said to another person who I was talking to on the other line, I said, her phone keeps calling me and hanging up, but I'm not going to take offense to that because my phone has done that like just call people at random you know like i don't know a bug my son told me this like uh somebody hacked into my phone and my phone was just calling people at random at one, one time so i just chalked it up to that i said okay well you know the phone is just her phone is probably just doing what my phone did at one time so i'm not gonna take offense to it so i text you and i said did you want something because your phone keeps calling me and i never well, I think I did. Let me look back before I say I didn't get a response. 
I think I got a response, but it had nothing to do with the question that I asked. Really? And so, yeah. So I started to wonder. <laughs> no, I'm just wait, I'm wait just a minute. I, I started it, to wonder. No, it's been so many things happening with my phone. Um, and and it it wasn't me. I I don't. I wouldn't call you and keep calling you and keep calling you and not uh, saying something. No, it wasn't. And and that is why. And that is why I said I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt because my phone too has done that. And my son told me that my phone was hacked and that's why it was doing that. So I said, okay, well, her phone is probably hacked like mine was. So I'm going to ask her. And so I did. And I'm oh, looking for no, that. I never received a text or anything. And it's funny you should mention that because I've had several numbers disappear from my phone uh, just last week. So I don't know what's going on. But it wasn't me. Uh, I, my phone has been hacked. And my, as a matter of fact, so many things are going on, like the lady said about people coming in your home. Well, they come in my home while I'm in the room, while I'm here in my house. They come in and they do what they want to do and then they leave. So I'm feeling a really, I'm feeling some kind of way because I don't have any home helpers right now. And I guess because I don't have the home helpers, they they just come in and do what they want to do and then leave. And I never even hear them, you know. So right. whatever is going on, I had nothing to do with it. And I'm so sorry that it's affecting you like that. But, you know, okay, so here's the text. wait, 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 I'm looking at the text. OK, so okay. I said this was May the 6th. I said, did you call? I said, hello, but you didn't say anything. So you text back and you said Israel's church, YouTube. Never oh, yeah, I, I, I remember sending that, but I thought it was because you had requested we were talking on the phone. And no, 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 that, that's fine. No, no, I did. I asked for that church information. I did. Yeah. But my point is, I never got the answer to did you call because I had gotten like 10 calls and hang up, 10 calls and hang up that same day. So Whoa. I said, did you call? But you never answered. But it's all good. I have nothing against you. Um, and I'm noticing that a lot of people are feeling <laughs> that I'm talking to them when I make the comments, but I'm telling you guys, it's the truth. People perp on this call. Let me unmute Jerome. Let me just, let me just unmute uh, Jerome. And, and I believe you, but it, it wasn't me that I wouldn't have, I would never have called you and continually called you and not said something or, or text you to find out what was going on or in. That's why I, I, I said to myself, I can't even have, you know what I see now, that these people are want to alienate me from any and everybody that I even have contact with. I don't even have to have a relationship with them, just have contact with them. And they don't want me to have contact with the people that I have contact with. So I, I don't know what to say. It's the same here. It's the people constantly uh, get turned on me all the time. I've been dealing with it for years, but it is what it is. Um, I have nothing against you. I The reason um, that you feel that way, I mean, I don't know. I can't even say the reason you feel that way because I don't know. I know that you may be feeling, you may be taking some of the way you feel on from as far as the YouTube calls go. You may be taking some of that out on me because I have seen people in the comments say, or one lady, and I can't remember who, but in the comments say, 
I don't believe that's your name because I have a friend with that same name. Do you remember that lady? No, I don't. Okay, there's a lady on YouTube and I can't remember who she is, but she doesn't believe that you are who you say you are because she says that she has a friend with that exact same name. Oh, and yeah, I, I do remember seeing that. And I was wondering, okay. why would someone say that to me when that is my name? I mean, okay, so I don't know. I don't know her. I don't know anything about that situation, but I have seen those comments. And so maybe yeah, I remember you, that. Yeah, so maybe you think that I feel like she feels because she feels like, you know, you must be a perp because you, every time I come to this call, you come and your name is the same as my friend and my friend said, you know, whatever. So, but yeah, I, don't have right. to do I, I remember that it was about three weeks or a month ago. And, and yeah. I tried to tell her that I don't know her friend. This is my name and this is my, and, and I'm going to stop using my name online because I, I, I didn't. I didn't have any idea that using my real name online would be a problem, but it seems to be. Yeah. I've even had, well, wait, let me finish. Yeah. I even had T.I. Yeah. call me and, and I don't know what happened. I, I said, well, who, who are you? And she never would tell me. And then I said, well, dang, she, she's acting just like a perp. And it, it, it was supposed to be it's somebody that, 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 that's regularly on your line. So I don't know what's going on. I really don't. Understand. Well, I'm going to tell you, when you guys, like Tia was saying earlier, the comments that I make, and now you're saying, when you guys hear me make those comments, it is because I have been around a long time. I have dealt with this perp stuff for so long. People who I thought were true to guys, who I thought I could be friends with, Right. And all I do is get perped after perped after some lady hung up in my face <laughs> the other day. I didn't even know the lady. I'm just trying to be nice. Return her call like she asked me to call her. And I get this stuff all the time. And so when I say I don't want to be bothered with people, I will cut people. I, I mean that. Okay. I truly mean that. But I know that that's the way they mind control me. So I need the Lord to deliver me from that. But that's my survival mechanism. I'm not talking to anybody specific, but I will try not to make those comments. But a lot of times I, I'm thinking out loud. I'm thinking out loud and I can see things that you guys probably can't see uh, just because I have this board in front of me with this, you know, I'm doing this call and sometimes you can see things and I know people's phone numbers and I can, I know who's here. And sometimes I will make those comments, but I am not talking to you, Jackie. I am not talking to you. I am not talking to you, Tia. I'm just saying in general. And sometimes, even at the beginning of my tools, I'll say any perp activity, I don't care who you are, how long I knew you, how old you are, how young you are, if you're male or female, I'm muting you. I'm getting you asked me that. Yeah, I mean, but I, I wish you would talk to me before if you ever think anything. But, because, I, but I don't. But I don't be talking to you when I'm. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, everything personal because I don't be talking to you. I'll be talking yeah. to anybody. No, no, and no. You, I mean, when when you had the six calls or the ten calls, and and I, I I'm just now hearing about I it. I text you. I am telling you. I text you. And I didn't get a text. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I, that's not that's not on me that you didn't get the text. Like I didn't know that you didn't receive the text. I did text you. Somebody stole my first my other phone, and I think they're using it to 
it seems that everybody that I come in contact with now seems to have a problem dealing with me when it's not me that I'm, they're having a problem dealing with. It's the hostile attitude that, 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 that seems to come between me and whoever I'm trying to deal with, and I don't know what to do about it. And if I mean, you remember, if you remember on the last, I think it was the last YouTube call or maybe in this call or my, I can't remember, but one of the last interactions I had with you, I said, how are you doing? How are things going with you and your son? Do you remember me saying that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was being friendly with you. I was being really, you know, concerned, checking up. How's everything going with your son? Yeah, yeah, I was having a problem with him, and you, you did, you did interact with me. But I'm telling you, another, it's not me that's causing all this friction. It's them that that are causing the friction and then putting it on me. I, I, I can't even get another caregiver from the state of California because they think that I'm causing the problem with the two I had. No, it wasn't me. It was them coming to me with their attitudes and their hostility. And I don't know what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to sit here and- But and even with that, Jackie, even with that, when you and I talked off of these calls, I gave you suggestions. They were just my suggestions on how you could um, handle one of those situations with one of the workers. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? I was yes, being I friendly did. with you. So where does this yes. come from where I'm not friendly with you all of a sudden? I'm not understanding that because I have been very friendly with you. I have called you to check up on you. I've given you, I said, you know, maybe you could say this to, to your caretaker to try to work the situation out. How's you and your son? Like I do my part. I think well, I do. Well, you're right. You, you, you have. In, in, well, I in, don't understand where it's coming from where you saying that I don't treat you right. I don't get that. Uh, well, like I, it was the last time when we were on the, um, the live that I felt that, you know, it was something going on because you were saying then there's a perp on here and I'm going to deal with them and these standards. Well, it was. Wait, wait. <laughs> I understand that. But the way I was being overlooked, I said, well, dang, maybe she feels that I'm the perp and I don't, I, I didn't do anything. But you see, uh, what you said about May 6th and all that, it had already happened and you never said to me, hey, I, well, you said you text me, but like I said, somebody stole my phone, and these people are the people that are causing. Well, I'm not the type. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna keep saying it. Like if I sent you a text and you didn't respond, and I do know that they can't intercept calls and texts and things. But if I sent you a text and you didn't respond, I'm not gonna keep saying, "Well, Jackie, did you get my text? Did you?" Because I don't care like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to be offensive, but I'm saying like no. I try. I try I not to. Hold I try not to hold things like that. It's like if you got the message, you got it. If you didn't, it's not a big deal to me because I can't sit and focus on on my new things because I know how they target me. They target me hanging up in my face constantly. I get it at least once a week. OK, I okay. get people who call and say, oh, my gosh, I'm having such a terrible time. I listen to all your videos. I love your videos. You've helped me so much. Can you please call me? I'll call them. They hang up in my face, okay? I get this stuff all the time. So I just simply block them, okay? You, so you, you have yeah. not been blocked on my phone. So no, I haven't. If you have not been blocked on my phone, then we still good. Because when you we not good anymore, I'm blocking any and everybody because I don't have time for the drama. That's but, just but, 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 but Renata, what if it's not me like those guys that just told you that they didn't get the two texts you sent? What if it's not me that didn't, that 
I had nothing to do with the fact and that that's why you're not blocked on my phone, Jackie. Okay. Because I was on I was on uh a two I was on a, a on another call when your phone called me like 10 times in a row. And wow. I said to another person, I said, Jackie's phone keeps calling me and they don't even really know you. But I said, this lady, you know, her phone keeps calling right. me. And I said, but I know that my phone has done that. And my phone, my son told me that my phone had been, you know, uh, hacked. And so I said, her phone is probably be being hacked too. Yes, so I'm going to text her. And so I text you. I never got a response, but I never blocked you. I believe that your phone was hacked just like mine was. You know if what? Mine was hacked, yours can be too. And a lot of TIs have said that. You know so what? Now, now that you say that, no, now that you say that, I had a phone call from a from a, one of my TIs, and now I think it was them that called and pretended that they were her, because now I blocked her off my phone because I couldn't understand why I got such a a, a hostile message from somebody that that I, I I didn't do anything to. Now I know, no, I I understand now. And they this are, is how they turn us against each other, of yeah. course. But let me tell yeah. you something. I have sat here and watched a text being typed on my phone that I wasn't typing. Somebody oh. was typing the text and they sent the text right before my eyes. I've seen it more than once. So it happens. This kind of stuff happens. I have nothing against you. I have not, I'm gonna tell you, this is the truth. When I'm through dealing with you, I'm gonna block your number. You're not going to be able to get in touch with me. I'm not going to unmute you. If you come to my call, then I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to anybody. That's just the way I am because I'm tired of dealing with all this perp stuff. But at the same time, I tell myself to give people the benefit of the doubt because I don't want to cut people off because I know that I cut people off easy and that's mind control. And I don't want to be that person. I really don't. Right. I want to nice people. I want to have friends, but I have yeah. to we all have to protect ourselves. So I try not to be so quick to just, I'm trying, I'm working on that. Yeah. Quick, so well, thank I don't have nothing against you. I really, you could call me anytime. You I don't know have what, Renata, I, I feel like now that it is them that's doing this because this, this, this hostility they've been creating it with any kind of relationship I have. Even I, I, I take uh, medicinal marijuana when I when I have pains because I don't take regular medication. They even took that out of my phone. I can't contact the people because I, I mean. This is what's going on. And I had, a, the, you gave me one number to a TI that wanted to talk to me and we, we interchanged um, information with each other. And you know who I'm talking about. This is mm -hmm. the very same person that texted me and said something that was totally off the wall. And then, oh, I, 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 I'm not going to call you anymore because I didn't mean to make you angry. I didn't do anything. To, I didn't say you made me angry. I was very happy. So somebody is doing this to me because you know why? They want me to be totally isolated from everybody right. that I care right. about or right. that cares about me. And they're and, that's, and you know, that's, the, that's one of the major aspects of this program that we all should realize is they, they so do sorry, no, don't be sorry. Don't, I'm really glad we're clearing this up because this is important for everybody to realize is that they will come between people. I don't know Jackie that well. She don't know me that well, but I like her. You know, I don't have anything against her. Right. But 
you know, the phone was calling me. Like, that's a fact. But I gave it the benefit of the doubt. But we need to understand that, that that is one of the major aspects of this program to keep us isolated, to keep division in the TI community when really we need to be coming together, putting our heads together, putting our resources together, and trying to fight this thing. But we can't do that because we're always divided. And divided, we will fall every single time. Yeah. You know? And they know united we will stand, and they don't want us to be united. So I don't have any problem with you. I don't have any problem with you, Tia. Thank God we I, talked I, about I did it. Not, uh, with Tia, I did not um, mean to offend anybody in the Catholic religion. No, I'm just glad we talked about it online rather than privately, because I want the rest of the Tia uh, people on here to understand, and I know it's not that many that these people will do anything to make you feel less than anything to make you feel that nobody cares about you nobody wants to be bothered with you i mean i have witnessed it ma'am i just went out the other day and everybody that looked at me had a frown on their face i mean come on what did i do i don't know you Why, why are you giving me this mad dog look when i don't know you like the lady was just saying people they are going out of their way to make me feel like, hey, nobody wants to talk to you. Nobody wants to be bothered with you. I think the only reason my sister still talks to me is because they can't change that. They have interfered with it, though, but they can't change the relationship enough to cause us to have a division with each other, you know? But I'm so I'm so sorry. I I, I think most TIs will tell you that they feel just like you do, that everybody gets turned against us. I know for me, it is the truth. Like everybody gets turned against. I don't know what lie they tell these people. I don't know. It could be, I have to take some responsibility. It could be something in my personality. I don't know. Cause we all under some sort of mind control. There's something in mind too that they take out and use against me. Yes, it, it could be, I don't know. But you know, that's what happens with most TIs. We get turned on and we get isolated you know, from other people. So within the community, we need to find people who we bond with. And it doesn't mean that we're going to like everybody in the TI community, because we may not. But for those that we do find something in common with, you know, maybe we can just, everybody just try to, I don't know, reach out to somebody, because we all need each other. That's the I bottom keep line. reaching out, and I'm telling you, Renata, I keep reaching out, and they won't even call me back. So now I'm wondering if they even get the messages that I'm sending since since everything is so distorted now i see that now well ti's don't trust one another and they always think that the next ti is perping you and that's one of the reasons why i have started to stay away from ti's because they always think you're perping them always and 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 i mean i met up with one the other week against my better judgment because i really didn't want i mean i i wanted to but i didn't want to (laughs) i know very very paranoid yeah went ahead and did it anyway but i just you know i really didn't want to to be honest because i don't like dealing with ti's like that because they always say you're perping up always you know and that no i'm being set up that is a fact i can see that now i'm being set up to take the fall and for for me to appear hostile to everybody that i care about that includes you your group like tia said you, this is home to me. So I shouldn't feel that I, I'm not welcome in my home, but I do. I did before I, I talked to you just now, you know? So thank God. Well, you are welcome. You are welcome here. 
And uh, I'm sorry if I made you feel that way. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't think it was you now. I think it was way. them. But Renata, I'm telling you, I don't think it was you that was doing it. I think it was them that was doing it. Now, I'm almost positive that it was them because too many things have been happening to me lately that are unexplained and 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 and, and downright ridiculous. Like the T.I. The that, that, that texted me and said, oh, uh, I'm going to mean to offend you or whatever she said. And then... You know, it was just so weird. The whole conversation was just weird. And and, and now the three people, the, there are three, four people that I care about. I can't call them because their phone is, their numbers have been erased from my phone. So no, it's these people that are doing this. They're doing this. They're setting me up to leave other people alone. And I don't know how to get around it. I, I can call my sister and ask her to text them for me, but they can stop her texts just like they stopped mine or her phone calls. So really, there's no way. Well, you I know what? When you this is what's coming to mind. When you meet someone that you that you bond with in the community, if you ever get in touch with those people again, and you may come in contact with them on a call, on another call or something like that, just tell them if you don't hear from me in a couple of days, please give me a call because that means I either lost your number or something. You know, and just mm -hmm. ask them to keep in touch with you because it's hard to find people that we actually bond with, you know. So, yes, when you do, try to try to stick with those people, you know, I was saying to I was saying something to someone, and I hope Charles is listening. Are you listening, Charles? Is Charles still here? Let me see if he's still here. Charles, are you there? Yeah, okay, I was talking to someone. Um, and this lady, she calls me periodically, and actually, I really, I really do like her. I really do. And um, she called, and she was asking me for some advice on something. And she said, "Wait a minute." She said, "Before I ask you um, what I'm going to ask you," she said, "How are you doing?" And I said, "I'm doing good." I said, "Thank you for asking." I said, "Cause you know what? A whole lot of people call me." I said, "But Charles is the only person who asked me how I'm doing." Okay. And, I, and, and you know what I'm saying? So yes. Someone like that, try to stay with that person. And I shouldn't say just Charles, because Samantha does too. Um, but Charles sticks out of my mind because he always does that. And I don't talk to him often, but when I do, he'll ask me, like, how you doing? And like that means something to me because people are human people. Yes, <laughs> we are. Humans are takers. You know what I'm saying? Like we take, take, yes. take, 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 take. We always want, you know, want some advice, want some money, want some food, want some something. But we have to be more of givers. And I don't even know why I'm saying that because you you weren't even talking about this. But what I'm saying is when you meet someone who you bond with, try to stay in touch with that person. Because obviously there's some kind of kinship there. So just yeah. ask them if, I, if you don't hear from me, it's because either something happened or, you know, I lost your number, so please stay in touch with me. And that's the other thing. People like you, Jackie, you live by yourself. It's right, really important that we have people checking in on us because a lot of things happen in the TI life. And not only that, like you say, you have medical issues. So it is it is good for us to be in touch with one another. And we used to have a strong buddy list, but all of that went by the wayside. So we should oh, be building wow. back up. Yeah. Is there any way we can get it back? I just want to say thank you for that, Charles. Thank you. Thank you, Charles. Is there any way? <laughs> <laughs> is there any way, Renata, we can get it back? Because I, I 
I was on another call and I um, these people have called me. I like Ella Free. You can call in our hotline, but once you call in on the hotline, it's not very satisfactory. You know, the, the call, the people that you try to contact, nobody wants to talk to you. Nobody, or maybe it's just me. I, I'm telling you, all I'm getting is negative feedback from everywhere I attempt to to contact and, and and to make contact with people. I'm getting I'd appreciate it if you would call me once a week or once a month and say, hey Jackie, how are you? I can call you too. But it it, it would be nice for my phone to ring, you know. I have one calling me three times a week and I call this lady uh, a couple of times a month and that's it. I call my son yeah. But you know, it's, it 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 would feel nice, like you said, to have some. It would feel nice to have someone to check up on me. It really would. Yeah. And I'm not well, too I'm not too prideful to say that because I'm a human being and we we need to interact with others. We all do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I, I know what you're saying. Um, if you guys want to start a buddy list, let me know. We can we can try it again. We try. To I would really like to try it again because, yeah. like I said, this feels like home to me. Like Tia was saying, it feels like home with you. And maybe you can we can, I can branch out to other people, but I, I feel most comfortable in your environment, in the environment that you create, rather. So yeah, well, thank I, you. I, I, and, and you can call me anytime. You got you guys know you know that I work. So if I don't answer. Don't take offense. Just leave me a oh, message. No. I think yeah. my husband told me my voicemail is full, so I'm about to erase some some messages. But you know, leave a message, send a text, and I'll I will call you as soon as I can. A lot of times I do things after work. Sometimes I'll stop and do a YouTube live or whatever. But uh, just you know, just be in touch. I would love to try a buddy list again, even on the live. Maybe somebody on the live because you have so many callers on the live, way more than you do on on this. Uh, I talk. know. I used to have like close to a hundred people here and, and talk about perked. I got perked out of all of that too. But <laughs> uh, I'm a little, I'm a little more leery with YouTube just because that's open to the whole world and I don't really know those people on a more personal level. Like oh, I, I know see what you people. mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yes. more open to perks, and I would hate to to refer somebody to a perk you know what i'm saying so yeah i would have to get to know those people a little better first before i just yeah i like, know what you mean but some i see of them I know. some of them i know but not all of yeah because i see like nappy roots i mean i've seen some of his videos and i didn't know that he knew you until i went on one of your lives and i saw his name there and i tried to reach I love out him. To him. i love him he's not far from here uh now he probably would not I don't really, I've never talked to him off of YouTube, so let me just okay. put that up. I don't really know him personally, but from what I do know about him, he's a really kind of a private person, so I don't think he would probably be open to a buddy list, but maybe, I don't know, but well, he's, kind of, he's kind of private. No, I, I was just saying that because I see a lot of, uh, of some of the people that are on your calls, I have actually watched their videos and I was uh, shocked when I saw that they were on your live call. So I said, wow, I didn't know that the TI community interacted with each other like this, you know? Yeah. I, I'm, very new to this. yeah. I'm very new to this. And you know what, Renata, I'm not going to keep you on the phone for the rest of the, for another whole hour so that you can, I can come, you can. I, I I feel better already just clearing the air with you about it. 
and I'm not going to be prideful because pride goes before fall. I That's have right. understood that and recognized that. So I'm not too good to say I apologize for thinking something that was incorrect. But I, I'm being mind controlled myself by these people who are setting me up for this kind of hostility and failure. This is just what they love. They love this. Yeah, that's true. So, well, I, thank you. And I'm glad we cleared that up too. So please accept my apologies if I did or said anything offensive to you. I have no issues with you. Okay? Thank you. And I'm glad to hear because I have none with you. And that's why I was wondering why I was feeling like I, we're going to forget about it. Thank you for talking to me, and <laughs> God, bless, God bless you, Renata. I need you. We Thank need you. you to stay on this call, on this thing, so we can have a home to to come to. Okay. Okay. Call me anytime. I will. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you. You too. Bye. Okay. So, uh, Melissa, you have been so patient. Oh my gosh, I am coming to you now. But let me say this. Um, Sometimes we don't see ourselves, okay? So I want to say this. There may be some things about myself that I don't see. So if I have offended anyone, I am sincerely sorry. I will ask to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. And please feel free to bring it to my attention because that's the way we need to do it. I mean, otherwise you'll have it in your mind a certain way and not giving me the opportunity to explain it. So I appreciate Jackie, and I appreciate Tia for saying how they felt, okay? And and I extend that invitation to whoever wants to get me straight today, okay? Come on with it. <laughs> let me let me explain myself if I can, okay? Maybe I can, maybe I can. Maybe I was just wrong, okay? So I'm, I'm hey, I'm human. Hello? Hi, Renata. Um, Actually, I tried to figure out how to unraise my hand because you all have pretty much talked it out. But I just want to just keep everybody in remembrance that we're not just being gang stalked. We're under the influence of this technology, which can That's true. influence how to think about stuff. So it may just depends on how you were hurt that week that you may think that somebody's coming for you when they're really not. So. But yeah, you are true because Melissa, I'm glad you said that because they can use you to say certain things that you may not realize mm -hmm. it is is purping the other person. I've had it happen. I've had this lady. Oh my gosh, I was and you guys heard me say this before because I was so close to this this TI lady. I felt a kinship to her. This was years ago, you guys. I felt a kinship the moment I heard her speak because her targeting was almost identical to mine and she mm -hmm. actually i can honestly say i think that she was targeted heavier than me as far as the stocking goes i mean she 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 got the full monty you guys and i felt so bad for her she was so traumatized and we used to have these long lengthy very good conversations but then all of a sudden like jackie was saying how you know they just turn people or whatever all of a sudden she started to say every time I, like I would call her and she would say, you called at the exact same time my husband called. You perping me. And I would say, I didn't know your husband. Like I, ne I didn't even know her husband. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know him, never talked to him, didn't know nothing about the man. They live in a total different state than me. And so, you know, she'd forget about that. And then I would call her again, maybe another day. And she was, there it goes again. You calling me as soon as he's calling me. You perping me. So 
how do I know that they weren't tapping into my brain waves, having me to call this lady at a particular time? I don't know because none of us are beyond this technology. None of us are beyond mind control. So sometimes they can use us. You know what I'm saying? I, I promise you, God knows I didn't know nothing about her husband or when he was calling her. He was in a whole different country, according to her, because of the type of work he did. So how do I know? I was just calling on my lunch break, to be honest, <laughs> you know, but she would always mm -hmm. say, you know, and then eventually she sent me a text that just cussed me out. That's another way they 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 get to me, but cuss me out. And so I just stopped talking to her, but they broke up a very nice friendship. And what I saw with her is that she and I could have did some really good things in this community. We really could have because of the type of targeting that we get, we could have worked together and made some good things happen for the community, but she couldn't get past certain things. And I, but I can identify that I know that it was all trauma. She's very, very, mm -hmm. very traumatized because they target her so hard because she's, in my opinion, a very bright lady, very, very, very smart lady, and they're trying to keep her suppressed. And together, we could have really did some things in this community, but it couldn't happen because she was too... She was really, really, really out there with the uh, with the targeting stuff. And then there have been people I talk to on the phone. If I say good morning, you perping me because the, the perps always say good morning to me. You know, it's like I cannot with this community. So I just stay over here, my little corner. And then I need to say this too, and I'm gonna let you talk. Melissa has been a great, great friend, you guys. So I wanna leave you out. Thank you for, for all your support, Melissa. Go ahead. All right. Well, um, well, you guys pretty much said what I was gonna say, but, and also with the color stalking too, um, in my situation, what I think I'm noticing is like there are people who are definitely perping me with the red and black, but then I yeah. also notice a lot of the programs that I watch on television, a lot of like trendy shows and trendy people they wear red and black, and I mm -hmm. think with the perps walking around in red black and being seen them on TV, that could influence other people in my community. Oh, okay, I'm going to start wearing red and black too because they like the way it looks. So mm -hmm. there's people, more people around you may be wearing red and black when they're not really perping you. It's just they're seeing it in their community because of the perps that people are perping you, and then they're seeing it on television, and so now they're wearing red and black too. So mm -hmm. everybody who's wearing red or black or your perp colors are not necessarily coming for you. It just could be they're seeing it just as much as you are. And, that's and it's a fashion thing for them. It could be a fashion thing for them. Exactly. Yeah. So I noticed in my community, I think that's what a lot of what I'm seeing. I thought everybody in my neighborhood was perfect me because everybody seemed to be wearing red and black, but I don't think so. I think maybe people just like the way it looks. It's just a fashion thing mm -hmm. because they're seeing it just as much as I am, but they're not being targeted with it. But you probably, that's all. Just remember, other psychological. It's not people. Everybody's not out to get you. Thank you for that. That and that's really important that we realize that. Anything okay. else, Melissa? Yeah, oh, that's it. Thank you so much. How's your um, business going? Um, I'm still getting my crochet inventory together, but me and my friend, we're 
doing something different. Um, we're going to start making body care products like lip balms and lip scrubs. So we're working on oh, that nice. now. So I've got two things going on. Try to keep myself busy. That's good. Very good. Yeah. Well, keep up the good work. Thank you. Okay, I'm put you on hold. Melissa is an entrepreneur, you guys. Very talented lady. You know, the God blesses all of us with some sort of talent, and we we should be using those talents. And she's one of the people who really does, and she does an excellent job. She made a beautiful um, crocheted doll for my daughter. Did you want to say something, Charles? I hear you. I hear your phone. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, That's true. with my husband and usually when I'm on the call I usually talk where he can't hear me because but he just happened to hear me today because um, when you have somebody who doesn't understand and, and it's not targeted they don't understand uh, the technology they don't understand right. um, you know what you have to really go through because he's like I don't understand why you you know, you're, I'm wearing shielding. I mean, because I'm I'm heavily targeted, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't understand why you why you why you gotta be have a recorder on. Why are you recording this everywhere we go? You're doing this and 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 and, and you know this that and the other. No matter how much I explain, he just will not ex- understand because he's not targeted. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's really hard. So I need I need y'all's prayers. Um because I have to go through a lot and I have to keep a lot to myself. And I think um, 
a lot of TIs have so much that they are going through that um, a lot of us, you know, are teetering on um, probably needing to, to some counseling, but we can't get any. Yeah. So we, that's why we have to talk to one another because that we, is true. If, you, if you, they tell you if you go and you talk to anybody, they'll try to put you in a mental institution because this stuff that's happening to us is so unbelievable. If it were not happening to me, I don't think I believe it. It's just. Well, I have, I have, I have, I went to therapy. I believe in therapy, me personally. And if I can uh -huh. find a good one, I would have one now. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I, I went to one therapist. Uh, this was all, you know, during the targeting stuff. I went to one who definitely would have loved to put me in, put me away somewhere, try to get my husband to do it. But my husband knew better than that. Um, but then I have one who, who, who was not perping me. Well, to the end, I'll say, I think she did get involved in the end, but she was a pretty good therapist. So I think for TIs, if we were to go to therapy, you don't necessarily have to talk about targeting. Like there's plenty of stuff in our life that I'm pretty sure we can talk about other than targeting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? says, Tell her, maybe let him listen to this call. Or call the TI hotline. He won't. He will not listen. I have a um, my sister in law knows a guy, and she was telling him about what was happening to me. And he used to be a target. He said they targeted him like thirty years ago, and mm -hmm. he says that his tar his targeting is so light now that it's almost you know like he does, he's not targeted, but he says he knows that he's on the list. And he's been uh, supportive, and he's been talking to me, and um, he's really close to my brother and my sister-in-law, and he has helped me a lot. And um, he wanted to talk to my husband and tell him, but he didn't want, he doesn't want to know. And I think what it is is so terrible that he just lost his mom. You know, he's going through some things, and he just don't want to know. Some people just do not want to know. That's true. Out of sight, out of and, mind. Uh, we're seniors now. We've been together since we were like 18. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so beautiful. Well, you know, here's what I have to say about that, because I, too, am married, and I believe that I am the main target. Um, keep it separate. You know what I'm saying? Keep it separate. Talk, talk about your targeting stuff with the TI community, with us. You know, find somebody who you bond with in the community. Call them. But keep it separate. If he's not interested, you have already shared with him. He he already knows about mm -hmm. it. Um, this is mm -hmm. the approach that I had to take. But I knew that I needed more support than I was getting because mm -hmm. my husband did not mm -hmm. understand either because it, the attack was really on me. Um, mm -hmm. And I couldn't understand why he couldn't see certain things that I saw. But later on, as I matured with this stuff, I realized, you know, it was it was they was coming after me. That's why he didn't see it. It was it was personal towards me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so I knew that I needed more support. And that's why I started this call. So mm -hmm. I would say get the support you need within the community. But your husband, you have already shared it with him. You will be surprised. Keep praying for him. And on this situation, mm -hmm. and the Lord will bring him around because now my husband, well, now they're targeting him, which they probably was all the time. It was probably just more subtle, but you know, they're targeting him 
and he and and the kids. That's what I think. That's what I think is happening. Right. And so now my husband. But you don't want to admit it. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised because a couple of times I have seen my husband like watching TI videos. I'm like, you're watching a video? You know, or he'll send me a link. But that was after I started just backing off of the whole conversation. I just start backing off, you know, because it's not his thing. Like he'll never be an activist like me. He'll never, you know, do certain things in the community like me. He'll probably never come to these calls if I, unless I ask him, like if I ask him to, he will. But this is not his thing to be fully um, divulged into this stuff like me. You know what I'm saying? But God uses him the way he uses him. You know what I'm saying? Like he does some great things mm-hmm. for, you know, whatever he does. I ain't going to his business, but he does some great things. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's the way the Lord uses him. And so I had to learn to just separate because one thing you don't mm-hmm. want is for the devil to get in between your marriage because he will. He definitely will. You don't want that division. So just, just, you know, just back off a little bit. Don't be the dead horse. He knows okay. about it. Eventually, well, what happened was, eventually. Well, what happened was I normally, when I'm talking on the call, I'm in a different room, but it was so hot. I was in the other room with the fan on, and I thought he was watching TV, and he was listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. He heard me say some things that I he never heard me say before. I well, you, know, you might want to have a conversation with him. You may want to have a conversation with him about that, you know, about the fact that, you know, you do, that you get support from the cause, and hopefully it's okay with him that you come to the cause. Like, as far as the cause goes, right, see, for my husband, far, far as the cause go, and me doing any kind of activism, anything with that, he don't have no problems with that. Like, I, I just do, you know, I do whatever with the, with that kind of stuff, my YouTube videos or whatever. But if it's posing a problem, or maybe you can find out what subjects he really would prefer you not to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then just yeah. respect because he is your husband, so just well, respect that. But I, I don't think he might not have a problem with you doing the calls, but he probably just certain things, you know. Well, he the one that told me to come to the calls because he he didn't want to uh, hear uh, hear about it. But I, what I'm gonna do from now on, I'm just when when I'm on the call, I'm just gonna tell him I'm on the call and I'm gonna go away so he won't even have to hear any of it. That's what I'm going to do. And I don't talk to him about it anymore because he told me, I don't want to hear that crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, I, I, believe, I believe in God. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I was like, well, I'll be rebuke, rebuking it, but they still be hitting me with them. <laughs> well, you know what? People do have their own ways of dealing with things. They really do. And we have yeah. to respect that because with my husband, his whole thing is they ain't paying my bills. I don't care nothing about them perks. They ain't paying. You know, so he has a whole different whereas me i'm like i need to get some evidence so we could you know he don't care about that stuff <laughs> they ain't paying my bills when i pay my mortgage they ain't paying my mortgage i don't care nothing about them so you know everybody has their own approach to it yeah. and whatever yeah. works for them you know that's that's what works for them but i feel yeah. that i 
am more involved because for one, I, I, I think that my purpose is tied into the TI community. That's your calling. That's yeah, your calling. that's how I feel, you know. Um, and so mm -hmm. that's why I, you know, do things in the community and talk to people and stuff, but he'll never do that. And I had to, had to understand that like this is not his thing this is my thing he knows that he's targeted he knows that our children are targeted he knows that i'm targeted he sees what these people around here do trust me he does you know but he don't deal with it the same way i do and i have to respect that you know and so you yeah. just have to find that happy medium wherever it is with mm -hmm. your husband so that he not mm -hmm. feel uncomfortable but eventually he'll come around because i'll do a um a YouTube live and my husband say, oh, you did a live today, huh? I got the notification. He just subscribed to me on YouTube. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't hit the notification. You know, you know, and he said, I listened to what you were saying. With truth, that they must, they must be messing with the call because I can't hardly hear you. Hopefully this does not happen. But with my Hello? Hello?
اهو هاي هلو Hello. Cinema, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, good. I, I apologize. Go right ahead. Yeah, I was, saying, um, I was just saying, hi, Renata. It's, um, it's actually Delta. Um, you sometimes hit, I sometimes speak to you on, the, um, on your lives as well. From London. So we are chopping up there again. The line's really bad. Yes. How are you doing? Can you please? Um. How are again? you? Again. Oh, it's one um, four. It's one, one over here. Oh, one in the morning. One forty-one. Wow. Um, something's happening with my internet connection, you guys. I'm not sure what's going on, so I do apologize. Um, but thank you, um, Cinemod. Is that how you say it, Cinemod? It's, it's Dominic. It's Dominic. Oh, Dominic? Yeah, it's Dominic. Okay, because it says Cinemod here. Right. Okay. Yeah, so what's on your mind? Are you a father? Right. Did you uh, celebrate Father's Day? Um, I did. Well, I didn't celebrate Father's Day. I obviously didn't hear from my kids, so I, I didn't celebrate Father's Day. Um, but I did. I was quite um, a little bit upset about it, of course, because it kind of made me think about, you know, this whole situation, how it all played out. But um, I guess I'm I'm at a stage where I'm realizing that I've kind of got to start to get on with my life and uh, continue on, and put myself in a position to to be there for him. How old's your son? I'm sorry, you you weren't with him on Father's Day. How old is he? Um, he's a two and a bit. He's gonna be three this year. Okay, okay. Well, you yeah, still have a lot of time. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, it's, I, I, it's, that's a blessing and a curse. I mean, I think it's a great thing because obviously, yeah, it means it's time for me to sort myself out and meet him, but it's terrible because I'd like to be there now to, to help him grow. But you can't, you mm-hmm. can't you know, sometimes control the situation, you know? Yes, yes. But, but it, it was mainly positive. I wanted to just say that I really, um, I, I really um, found uh, the call today really inspiring. Um, and I was thinking that, um, over in London, it's weird because I'm, I'm dealing with this whole targeting situation. It's kind of somewhat quietened down. It's still there. I know they're still around, but mm-hmm. um, it's not as bad. Um, but I feel like the, the, the strangest thing that I found when it all started to begin, I mean, obviously it's probably been my whole life but when it got really intense, is that there's nothing really like, like what you're doing over here. Oh... The only thing I saw that even resembled what you were doing, well, there was a documentary done by Vice, but the way that it made uh, the TI community is like it was uh, mentally unhinged. It didn't, it didn't, yeah. It didn't... Go on. Yeah, the, the, uh, the documentary from Vice, yeah. Yeah, it didn't make them look entirely stable, and it's a real thing, like, um, you try and talk about it to people and they'll just try and gloss over it, whether they're perping you or not, or they you know, they've been sent to quieting you down or whatever. People kind of perp that kind of go over it. But it's a real thing. And if you're making it look mentally unhinged, just it it, you know, um it would lead to people that are TIs being isolated even more. Mm-hmm. You know, Let me ask um, you something. Let me ask you something, Dominic. So you have heard, because you know you've listened to videos, come to the live and these kind of calls. You've heard the way we describe um, how we get perped and how we um, deal, how we get the uh, the organized stalking and the workplace harassment and things like that. You you've heard, you have some insight on how it's done here in America because you've come to you know the calls and the YouTubes and everything. Is it yeah. done the same way? Do they use the same sort of tactics over in I, London? Looking back on it, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think it was happening before, and I didn't realize because I'd walked out of quite a few jobs, and then recently I went to like quite a few job interviews, and mm-hmm. it was so weird. It was like I felt like I was being perped by the people interviewing me because some of them were asking questions like they almost knew the answer like they had already had information that I'd been sacked for whatever reason from a previous job but they were asking as if they knew a lot of people ask you questions as if they already know the answer uh-huh. Uh-huh. so it was that kind of stuff that I got weird um a couple of days ago I got a random situation where a dude come and uh, really invaded my space rubbed his leg up against mine which was really inappropriate and I moved away from him and looked at him and then he was staring at me when I got off the bus, off the train, which was a bit weird. Um, it is similar. I definitely felt the following on the on the, on the the underground, like just various people following me and and certain triggering things. My thing was white, white wireless earphones. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is similar. Um, it is similar, but I can't say... Um, Obviously, I've, I've heard various different accounts, and obviously, each each uh, situation is is more specific to the person. Obviously, depending on what their triggers are, but right. I would definitely say it's quite similar. And are the police over there and the first responders involved as well? The ambulance, the fire trucks, those type of people. Do they seem to take part in it? Well, my experience was I had I definitely heard a lot of sirens. I heard all of a sudden loads of sirens all the time. Um. 
um, I, I was walking in an area, my, I was walking through an area near to me and a, a police officer gyrated his crutch at me on a random one. It was, it was, wow. it was, it was strange. I swear to you, I, I don't know. It, that, that was when it started to freak me out. When I saw a, 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 a public defender, someone that's supposed to defend, you know, uh, mm. the public acting in an out of character way, that was when it kind of threw me off. And then I wasn't sure who was who, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, do, I think, I think, go on. Do they try to isolate you from people? I definitely felt isolated. Um, I've started to get in contact with a few friends. Well, mm-hmm. not, do you know, it was, it, it was like, for myself, it was seeing strange behavior in my friends people that I considered close like I've always considered close for years and all of a sudden the behavior just seemed like it had changed and it's like you don't want you don't want to believe a bad thing about your friends you don't want to be distrustful of your own friends of course you don't like these are people yeah. you've had in your life for a long time but mm-hmm. when all of a sudden it starts to um, come into alignment with how your reality has changed then you start to realize that um yeah something's going on So it's the same. It sounds like it's the same, no matter where where you go. Um, and that's what I was it's saying. The same. Um, yeah, yeah, that's I what I was I'm saying a- earlier. Is- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I feel like my mom was targeted as well. I feel like my mom's been targeted for the longest while. I've tried to talk to her about it, and she understands the experience of what it's like to be targeted. But obviously, being of a different generation. I don't think she knows it as being targeted, but I definitely feel my mom has been targeted um, most of her life. I don't know why, though. That's the thing. I don't know why. Okay, so you are probably targeted as a result of your mom's targeting then, like my children. Yeah. I call them secondary targets. That's what. That's just what I call them. But, you know, it's me. Like, I was the main target, and then, you know, my children – um so maybe that's what happened in your situation maybe your mom was targeted well yeah I was targeted all through school because it's only when it got really ramped up lately that I kind of reflected but I remember the first time we spoke we spoke like maybe a couple of months ago or a month and a bit ago um mm-hmm. when I first came onto the line and, and you said you know you've probably been targeted for a while and at the time I was I was just it just kind of happened so I was still in shock I was staying at a friend's house um, a friend that I felt behaved strangely, so I'm, I'm, I was in shock. I was still in a bit of a weird place. But now I've had a bit of time to think about it. It's probably been going on since I was a kid because my childhood was a, a pretty intense childhood. You probably were born a target if your mom was targeted. I think I I, I would not be surprised because the, the, um, childhood was intense, primary school was intense, secondary school was intense, college was intense. Um, my life has been intense. I've gone into jobs and it's just gone a bit weird. All of a sudden my hours are cut down and, I, and I'm only working weekends. Um, I've gone mm-hmm. from one house, uh, the, the flatmates just suddenly took a disliking to me. Then I've moved somewhere else. Then the flatmates took a disliking to me. I've met people and then through my whole life and then they've changed behavior recently in my life. It's just been, it's, yeah, I, I could have been targeted since birth, but um, I didn't think it was targeting. I just thought it was hard luck. But then you realize none of your friends go through the same kind of um, trials and tribulations that you go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so, and uh, that's true. A lot of people do just think that they just have 
you know, experiencing a rough life or unfortunate circumstances, but really all along it's it's this, it's targeting. Indeed. I mean, I, I think I think to support that though, I think one thing I have to say is um uh yeah, the the the, the faith in God um helps. I mean, it, it doesn't sometimes feel like it at the time when you're going through a high level moment of targeting, you know, it's daily mm-hmm. find the strength to pray. Um, but, you know, whether you're sitting at home trying to read the Bible yourself or you're looking at sermons, um, I think the, um, the faith reminds you because the way they make you feel at the beginning is like you deserve the treatment that you're getting. Mm-hmm. And you start, to, I, I definitely, I don't think I've played in my life like that emasculated it was like I felt completely emasculated um and uh yeah it 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 was it was reading the word and and knowing that the way that I'm being treated that's not how someone should be being treated it's not fair um you know I I I mean don't get me wrong I'm not saying I'm a perfect person it definitely made me reflect upon my own behavior over the last couple years and it made me realize that I could be doing better as a person Well, no, you're not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect person. None of us are perfect people. But I can tell Mm -hmm. you this, none of us did anything to deserve a life sentence uh, of every right that we're supposed to have being taken from us and being virtually tortured. You know, none of us deserve that. I don't care what we do. You know, this is a, a life sentence of hell, basically. Oh, indeed it is. I mean, because you know, um, one of the things that I came to real came to realization later is that certain, especially the time when, when I met when I was going through the dramas with my baby mother, when when we was going through the court case and stuff with the child, a lot of people suddenly came around me at, at appropriate times that that I wasn't really talking to about the situation, um, and it, and at the time being emotionally very volatile and 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 lonely and very um very vulnerable. You know, you just kind of, I was very open. I was super vocal. And obviously you're, you're a mess. So, you know, you're saying stuff you mean, you don't mean stuff you're angry about in the moment. And now looking back on it, that very well could have went back to my baby mother and very well had a, had an effect on the case. And these people could have also been a tr- been um, in contact with my baby mother. Well, I was going to ask you, do you think she was a honey trap? You know what a honey trap is? I, 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 I do think so. I do think so. Yeah. I, do. Yeah. I, I, I hate to say it, like, I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm wiser and more mature after a few years, and you know, I'm, I'm at the stage where I don't call her, a, you know, a B word or anything. That she's the mother of my child. But um, the way the relationship started, there was, there was definitely evidence of, of, of it not being um, a relationship that I should be in. But based on the circumstances that I was in, I kind of didn't really. I had a choice, but I didn't really have a choice. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, Isn't um, it scary that? You know, these um, perpetrators, and I don't know, I'm not even speaking about your baby's mother, but isn't it scary that some of these people will go so far as to get into a real relationship with the target, marry them, have children with them, meet their family? That That's scary to me. That's really scary. I know people who who are positive that the person they're married to, I've had people come to this call, say, I know that my husband is a perp. I know this for sure. You know, mm. and they have found proof and things like that. It's scary to me that they these satanic people will go that far to infiltrate your life. 
Um, it's, it's crazy. It's, crazy. it's like for what? Most TIs are innocent people, have done nothing yeah. wrong, and to even prove that, like if we had done something wrong, we would definitely be in jail for it. But they have nothing, no criminal, nothing to put the target in jail, unless they set them up. You know, they will set you up. Now, I'm not saying that. Oh, listen, listen, they will set you up. I think I've been set up a lot of times. I think a lot of times, like especially that time when I was in a vulnerable situation emotionally a lot of people kind of almost triggered me. And I was like, I was like Hulk. I, I almost think like spiritually that whole situation put me in, a, in an emotional state. I'd, I'd, I'd never, never been in like that. Do you know what I mean, I'd never got to the stage where I felt like I was going to become somebody that I, I'm not proud of, but I, need, I, I, I did become someone I'm not proud of, but not as I didn't think I'd ever get into a place like, like that. I'd not be in my kid's life. I never thought, you know, I'd be, Found myself nearly on the floor to being a seriously abusive man. I was abusive. I wasn't a seriously abusive man, but I found myself in a in a mental space that I didn't think I would be in. And I know there was a lot of emotional abuse, and it was it was um, I mean, obviously, I'm sorry for how I how I behaved. I didn't, you know, but it was just uh, it is scary, and it does it 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 makes you look at how you're going to inter like who your friends are, what you call a friend, and it makes you realize sometimes you have fewer friends than you realize. Mm -hmm. or you know everybody has a price right even relatives and you know um this is a behavior modification when you said that you've done things that you're not proud of and i think all of us can can say that this this program will bring out the worst in you it is designed to provoke us like every day uh, Samantha was yeah. saying earlier you know the guy intentionally ran over her foot with a baby stroller and reflex and she just lashed out and punched him you know and that's mm. not even her character but we're human you know what i'm saying and god knows that yeah. we're human and this is a behavior modification program they want to bring out the negative behaviors not the positive ones the negative ones and a lot of times they're successful because you have people in your life uh, uh, manipulating you people that you trust and i'm not talking about you i'm talking about the ti in general me included yeah, yeah. That people that you trusted at one time when, um, you know, we were um, unsuspecting of any of this stuff. We were trusting people. Of you know? Oh, my gosh. Go on. Go ahead. No, I was agreeing with you. I was just saying, I'm, I, and I'm a very, um, you know, a talkative person. I, I really don't mind talking um, and I'm being very open. I don't, I, I, sometimes, you know, you talk about what you feel, but you, you know, it doesn't mean that you're going to act up. It doesn't mean that's the character you are, but I'm, I think it's, I, I wish you used to believe it. You should have someone you can express your dark emotions with because once you've expressed them, they're over. But then when you start to realize that you have these kind of people in your life, all of a sudden your words can be used against you. So even though you don't mean any malice by the words that you said, you're just trying to express your dark side to someone that's close to you. Next minute, you know, your character is smeared. Next minute, you know, people are behaving differently. Next minute, you know, you're painted as somebody that you're not. Mm-hmm. That is very true. So, um, so, um, and I think, I think that's, that's definitely what I've realized, um, is that, you know, um, I guess the great thing about this, this targeting is, um, when you, when you, when you, uh, you, you acknowledge that what is really going on, you realize that as a person, you have to up your, your moral standard. You don't have the same liberties um, of, 
of moral flexibility and more um, and, and and shades of gray you've got to go to the narrow path um, yeah. so that you don't find yourself in situations um that could compromise your safety mm-hmm. and it's like this program shines light. it shines the light on every aspect of your life and so you you start to work on those areas like most ti start to work on those areas because you do realize somebody out there hates me somebody out there wants to see my destruction Mm -hmm. somebody out there wants to see me financially ruined um in a mental institution in jail drugged out alcoholic they want the worst for me so either i buy into that or I start to work on myself to make sure I don't get set up. I'm not around, around the wrong people. I'm I'm keeping my life as honest and, and as pure and as clean as possible because I know the the uh, microscope is on me and you know I'm being watched 24/7. So it really helps you to clean up your life. Really, I I, I would agree. Um, I would I would definitely agree because I said you haven't got the same liberties. Obviously, you know, you know I know there are people that. I've had a conversation with me and have said incriminating stuff, but I guess because they're part of the program, what they're mm-hmm. saying that's incriminating is not included in the conversation, but my response is probably being included in the conversation. Right. So, you know, it, it makes you realize you have to take stock of what you say in your character. You have to rebuild your whole character and, and obviously mm-hmm. coming into the faith. Um, that's um, a standard you have to live by because as I said, the moment you, you know, they say you roll with dogs, you get fleas. Um, you mm. shouldn't, I guess, you realize you shouldn't entertain certain conversation or you shouldn't entertain certain behavior. Like, I used to be quite a free spirited person who'd go out and party with people, but I guess now it's like, well, I wouldn't want to drink. Someone could put something in your drink. If you don't mm. need to drink, why drink? Right. You know, and I, and, you know, call me crazy or twisted or whatever. But for my mm. own life, I really think this is God's way of perfecting us because we yeah. have to be perfect. We're not perfect now. But before we make it into heaven, we have to be. And so I I really see this as a way of him making sure, you know, that we inherit the kingdom of God. Because another thing that this program has done for most TIs, and I can't say all because all are not, you know, the same religion, but it has given us a closer walk with God because we come to a point where we realize we're out in the wilderness by ourselves and we need help. So we call on him. I, I know I had to. I had to lean on him more stronger than ever. Or Trust I wouldn't me. have made it. I would not have made it to this day. I still couldn't make it without him. So it gives us a closer walk with him. That's the truth. And I and I think I think the thing is, I think you definitely need to to start looking into your faith because uh the problem is with this this TI uh program is they've been scoping you for the longest while. Um as I said, mm-hmm. they've placed friendships in your life. So people know what you're frightened of. Um, and I think for me to see myself cowering and being incredibly frightened as someone who believes they wasn't frightened, I was, you know, I'm quite a solid, I was quite a solitary person. Um, and mm-hmm. to find yourself on your own and frightened because you feel like the whole world's against you. Um, yeah, that, you know, you have to have a, a faith in the higher power, um, in, in the most high. To, to, to survive it because it's you get to a stage in this situation where you realize your own intellect no matter how developed it is um is is, is not good. 
that has already been observed. How your mind works has already been observed and it's constantly under monitoring. So you can't out out intellect the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you Very have true. to leave it to God. You have to you have to leave it to the supreme intellect, the maker of intellect, rather than trying to depend on your own intellect and your own and I had to tell myself that uh, first of all, I really thank God for the spiritual awakening that I am having because I'm still, you know, going through uh, different things being revealed to me. But it's it's really a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise to have had this experience because now we are awakened and we are seeing certain things. But part what I had to tell myself was part of that spiritual awakening. It, it's not always pleasant. When you when you start to wake up, it's not always pleasant, you know, and, yes, and this is part of the unpleasant part of our awakening is that we are able to firsthand see what this world is really about. Indeed. And I think for me, it's it linked into weirdly enough, it linked into current affairs and how they're linked into uh, end time prophecy. Um and obviously, we don't know the day when it's all going to go um, super biblical. But um, but it does suddenly make you realize that you've got an opportunity, like I said, to well, like, like we're both agreeing that um, you've got an opportunity to to live a better standard of, of humanity. And some of the things that you considered to be important when you, when you thought you had the same liberties as everybody else, the worldly people, um, are not important. You know, being able mm -hmm. to be in a situation, you know, it, it, you know, before I was, you know, I was so focused on music, I, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't allow myself to hold down a job. You know, what I mean, I was just like, I'm focused on just being an artist, and I want to make it. And then you realize what that, if you really wanted to make it, what that would entail spiritually, the kind of compromise you may have to make to get to that level of society. And you realize actually that's not really that important. The love of what I do is important. Um, being able to to have some some something in your hands so that if you see someone in a vulnerable situation you're able to aid them in some way maybe not all the time but be in a position to help someone else because you know how it feels to have no one to turn to yeah that's true you know i definitely feel like i, I you know i want to get myself together because you just never know if you meet someone in life and how much a tenor would help them or you know you know what, what you would say 20 bucks how much that would be helpful to somebody if you have it spare before I probably wasn't as generous, but now you realize not because you're giving it to get it back, but because you're giving it because you know how it feels to have absolutely no support behind you and to be in vulnerable situation where 20 quid would be a mercy at that time. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, yes. The, that's one of the parts of the um, targeting is that all of your support system is usually diminished fast <laughs> you turn around Incredible. and everybody's gone you know trust me to the hills to the hills and far away appropriately appropriately to the hills and far away there's always a very nice and apt exit for them to just disappear yeah. um, but, um it, as i said it, it makes you realize that sometimes you're a lot stronger than you realize and it kind of frightens you into discarding emotionally spiritually what's not important and trying to focus on what is important. And often it's a lot, there's a lot, it's often a lot less that's important than you think. And and it means if it's a lot less, it means you've got a lot less to focus on, which means you can give more energy to the things that are important and give less energy to the things that are not important. Mm -hmm. 
That's um, very so true. You, learn, you learn to prioritize your life. Real, real talk. You learn to realize your family is important. You learn to realize getting your your stuff in order, um, and just having a, having a clear heart. Mhm. And you learn to appreciate those small things. You really do. It's the truth. Appreciating the small things and and having a clear heart because I think if you know, if obviously every like I said, everybody everybody falls short of the grace. But um, if you know you're doing your absolute best, if someone comes up to you making um, assumptions, you don't have to look in the shades of grey of the life that you've lived and start questioning or feeling guilty. Something you may have intended in this way, but is being reinterpreted you to this way. If you was even there in that situation, the natural guilt that we're inclined to have, even if it's not true, will make you start to think, oh my gosh, is it true? And start to confuse you. But if you know you're keeping your nose above water, then no matter what they try to insinuate, you you can't, you, you know, you're for certain. You're like, no, I'm, I'm you know, I, I I go double time, you know, you know, I thought I was a good person before, but I'm working double time to be a better person. So you can't put me in the same accusation now because that's that you're not easily rocked, you know? Right. But when you have, when you have, when you have, um, when you, you, you entertain the wrong things, even if just by entertaining the wrong company or entertaining the wrong situations, you're, you're complicit, even if you're not involved. That's true. So you're saying like if you're hanging around the wrong people, mm-hmm. even if you're not doing anything wrong, yeah. you're still you're still complicit. You're still well, yeah. You're 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 still you're still you 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 can either be um considered to to be a believer of the type of company or the type of things they act upon, or 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 you agree or you you, you agree with what's going on, and then you can be tarnished with the same brush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if if the, if that if that social group is a perping group, then they can go um, and say anything about you, and and. Mhm. You cut out a little bit. You said they could say anything about you. Are you still there? Okay, you might have. I don't hear you anymore. Dominique, are you still there? Okay, I don't know what happened. Let me see. You're not on mute, I don't think. Oh, no, you went back on mute. How did you go back on mute? Did you put yourself on mute? No, it cut off. The internet dropped down. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, I I was just saying, Mm -hmm. I was just saying that if you're, situation um that it's not something you believe in or something that you or, or it's not something that you've been complicit in if that per, if that situation is a perping situation and 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 they spread rumors about you or say something about your name or whatever if you're in the situation how can you defend yourself if they've got people you know spreading rumors about you but you were in the situation you've been set up how can you defend yourself but if you're not there in the first place there's not there's nothing to be set up about that's true you're not there, no, I was just gonna say you, you definitely have to watch the company you keep. There's a saying that says you are the company you keep. Agreed. Agreed. I mean it's like if you was if you was if you was a black person at a, a Nazi meeting 
um, and you weren't you weren't saying nothing, you didn't agree, but you were just sitting there observing. And then someone says, "This guy's a, a sellout. He was at a Nazi meeting, and he's and you know he was he was planning with this group to um, assassinate a whole black community. Even if you never said nothing, you were at the Nazi meeting. If if there's right. evidence of you being there, mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter if it's not true." people you know people are inclined to believe what they want to believe and if there's evidence that even gives us an inclination that you were there uh, it just made me realize there's no point of risking it let me tell you something that comes to mind this may or may not be related but back in the day when i used to go to the city hall meetings a lot and i'd try to expose Mm. this program so i would go there to the city council meetings and i would say you know there's a problem in the city with um stalking and it's called targeted individual and you know and i just tell tell them that even though they knew and they were half or more involved and weren't gonna do anything about it but i did it anyway that's my part of Mm. activism so around city hall there's usually some sort of protests or gatherings or, you know, things like that that happen around City Hall with different groups. You might have your animal right. rights people or people protesting about some housing issues or whatever. So right. one day there was a group that was there. And I honestly, I don't know who they were. It, they just kind of caught my attention because they uh, most of them had on like head head scarves and things like that so i don't know like if they were muslim i i don't know but they were they were out there protesting about something and it caught my attention right. so i went over there um just kind of i didn't go like all the way where the group was but mm-hmm. i went close enough i was close enough you yeah. know where i could have reached out and touch one of them and sure. i noticed that there were a lot of perps around me taking pictures now these people had up signs and i don't even remember what the sign said um but i was just trying yeah. to hear what they were saying on the bullhorn but there were a lot yeah. of people around me taking pictures of me yeah which would appear to your point which would appear that i was part of that group now exactly incriminating it's very incriminating. Now, if that was a radical group or something like that, it'd be easy to say, look, she's part of this, these extremists. You know what I'm saying? Listen, entrapment, entrapment. entrapment. And I definitely feel like, especially with the with the beat with the baby mother situation, I feel like there's so much entrapping information because I was so angry and so vexed. So, as I said, I wasn't no crazy man. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a crazy man. But based on that situation, it had me acting all kinds of crazy, all kinds of a fool. And as I said, you think people are your friends and you, mm-hmm. you just you just open up but you just want to express the emotion. You don't have any intentions to be a malicious person. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm quite sure I've been trapped. I'm quite sure I haven't been been entrapped. Now knowing how people behave, I'm quite sure I've been entrapped. Well, see, so when just, you're unsuspecting, makes... when any of us were unsuspecting of this, we were living life, okay? We were doing us, we were living life. I was going out yeah. all the time. You know, I had a group of people. Or we would go to the club. You know, whatever I was doing, that's what I was doing. Okay. Now, yeah. I don't even know if some of those people were intentionally setting me up. You know what I'm saying? Having you um, uh, coercion, having you to say certain things. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't know because you're just living life. And then the other part of that is that when they kind of go live on you. I call it go live when they kind of want you to know mm-hmm. this something's out of place, but they're maybe mm-hmm. not going full fledged, but they're kind of, you starting mm-hmm. to kind of put the piece together like 
something strange going on here. You're under, and I'm mm-hmm. going to speak for me, I was under a lot of stress at that time, but I didn't really yeah. identify it, and I really didn't know why. I just knew something in my world was kind of going awry, awry, or whatever that yep. word is. And yep, so yep. I may have been acting in ways that I wouldn't normally act. I was, uh, my fuse was very short at that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was snapping off on people like I normally probably would not. Um, And so, you know, they're taking note of all of this. You know what I'm saying? So these are things that as time goes on, you look back and you sort of regret. Oh, man, I said this. I did that. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And the thing is, by the time you finish whiling and going absolutely crazy, when 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 like you said when they go live on you um they you know it 70 you know 60 percent of it might be real authentic stuff that happened that they've entrapped you with and then they add another 40 percent of bullshit that's clock that's a half truth and the next mm-hmm. minute you know because you're feeling so emotionally vulnerable you're taking it all as something you've done some of it you may not have even done but because they've they've insinuated the other stuff you start questioning your whole being like you start to believe what they're saying even if it's not true Mhm. Mhm. You know, you start to believe what they say. This, and then obviously, if 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 um in in places where I've I've been mobbed in places, I've had to sit in in a situation I I had no choice but to sit in, and and be mobbed by you know people for you know I don't know six weeks or whatever, and you know constantly having uh stage theater that is constantly making dig diggings at you know stuff you've done that day or stuff you've done in your life or stuff that makes you scared. Um, and you're like, wow, it, you know, the only, it, it gets to a point where you're like, the only way you can do this, as much as it's, it seems a bit of an extreme response to suddenly go religious, you know, <laughs> or, or what to the external world would say would be to go religious. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems the only way you can, as I said, first of all, get a better relationship with the Lord. And then obviously by the standard and the moral compass that you get from, from trying to follow the book, be in that situation ever again. I said you uh, you just realize at that point even though the stuff they're trying to pull you up on the stuff they're trying to embellish is stuff that most other people would do but the way they try to twist it is like you particularly are some satanic evil person there was a guy going back to when I was going to city hall all the time there was a guy that was that would come down there and he was a targeted individual mm-hmm. and I would talk about targeting mm-hmm. And then he'd get on the mic and he'd talk about targeting, mm. but we, we really didn't know each other. And I tried to, you know, tell him like, you're a targeted individual, but he really wasn't hearing it because he, like most targets, didn't trust anybody. But of course. every time he would go down there, he would talk about these people come out of nowhere and they just want to fight me. And I've had a black eye. I've had a busted lip. I don't even know these people. These people are dangerous. These Everybody wants to fight me. I don't know why. All of a sudden, like, I'm not a fighter. But now I find myself, I have to fight back. This is what the guy used to say. You know, mm. that he was mm. never a fighter, but he has all these guys that want to challenge him all of a sudden, and they're hitting him, mm. and they're throwing things, so now he's a fighter. You know what I'm saying? So now they yeah. can turn that whole scenario around on him, which I'm sure they've done, to say that he starts all of these problems, you know, and, and even one time he said that he had gotten arrested. So now you have a record, 
You see what I'm saying? Yep. This is what they do. This is the stuff they do to the target. And targets have to realize this. They have to understand these traps that are being set for us. And everybody the is whole thing. The whole thing set out for you to lose. Like when I look back on my the, the court case of the mother of my kid, mm-hmm. it was like going into a ring and you've never boxed before in your life. And yeah. going in there, Mike Tyson in his prime. Like you don't have a single chance in hell. And it gets to a point, and, and as I said, at that particular time, all of a sudden friends are calling out of the blue nowhere, giving you advice. Um, and you're not you're not clocking that that's part of the Perpin situation. You're not clocking it. You're you're just you're just such a mess at the time, you're not realizing it. But then mm-hmm. you before you know it, you realize that your circumstances are different. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna lie, recently it made me doubt, it made me it made me feel, you know, as I said, I always thought I was a relatively um, able-minded person, you know, but it made me feel like I was so stupid. It was like, how could you, how could I have not noticed it at the time that, you know, people around you are trying to incriminate you? Have- yeah, you didn't know. You didn't know. Most of us did not know. You know, how, how are you supposed to know that? And I'm like, obviously it's great that you're made aware of it now, but it just makes you feel so, you know, it makes you, it made me doubt my intellect. It made me feel like, well, if this is a lie, was the fact that I was smart a lie? Was everybody just, was lip servicing me and I'm actually just a retard? That's literally, you know, for a minute how I felt. Um, but no, it's just obviously you realize that it's just, it's, it takes a certain type of mind to deceive somebody, to sit there and, and knowingly entrap someone and deceive some, someone to, do, to use on them later. Um, and I guess it just inspires you to be a bit more kind and compassionate to people. Yeah. Because anyone can find themselves in this situation. And obviously it doesn't mean you must... It doesn't mean you must suddenly become a sap and, you know, help any and everybody and give a, give yourself away. But it just means you must you, you must have a more forgiving and understanding heart of, of unfortunate circumstances because we just never know the the reasoning behind these things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so I think I think it's a lot. It's a lot for especially a new T.I. to go through. Like we got through those beginning stages. We are so strong. Like we're going to survive this, no matter how it feels. We will. Because Agreed. I mean, the thing is, and your world just comes crashing down. That's their opportunity yeah. to really break you right there. Well, I thought, in some senses, they did. I'm not going to lie to you. I, 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 as I said, there was. I, I always thought I would have been man. You know, you always think you're going to be a man, and you're always going to hold it together. All of a sudden, you're trying to run to people to try and get some sort of answer and get support. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden, your morals, it's like you don't have any loyalty to anybody because you're trying to find someone that you trust. And all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're getting betrayed left, right, and center. So it makes you look like you don't have any loyalty to anybody and you, you don't, you're, you're an untrustworthy person because all of a sudden, you, you go to somebody and you're, and you're saying, this happened to me from this person. And that person turns on you. And you go to another person and then that person turns on you. You're like, what? So, like, so it looks like it must be you. It looks like you must be the problem. You're nominated. Yeah, it, it, it looks it looks like it looks like you can't keep your mouth shut. It looks like every time you meet somebody, you expo- you you talk about that person badly behind their back. When this time, you're the one that's having these experiences with that person. No one else ain't seen the experiences you're having with these people. So everybody, you know, that person could look good as gold to the rest of the world. But if you suddenly go to someone and say, "Oh my God, I had this experience," it makes you look like you're the tattletale and you've got no morals. And and it's it's, oh, it's just a horrible situation. And but as I said, that's why. You have to go back to the book. And as I said, if you're keeping yourself straight down the line and keeping your nose clean and being compassionate, then it's like, again, 
you won't find yourself as much of an easy target. They'll of of course they'll target you, but um, you're keeping your moral standard higher than the average Joe. You know what I mean? You're you're gonna feel a bit more safe in yourself than if you try to ascribe to the world because it's it's as I said, it it, it seems that for whatever reason God chose us to be in this 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 program, we're not ascribed the same liberties as the rest of the world. Right. That's true. You know, we're not given the thing. We're not given the same liberty. So I'm, I, I said I'm, I'm thankful because it, it brought me back to my right mind and my senses that whatever I initially started out was, you know, you want to do something positive for the world. You have to remember what that's about and continue on with that whilst the rest of the world gets on with it because clearly we're not supposed to be of this world, clearly. And I don't mean that in a kind of egotistical, elitist, Christian, religious sense, but it's just you've never been given the liberty to be with the world even when you've tried it's being used against you so clearly it's not for you mm-hmm. so Dominique do you have um, do you have siblings are they targeted no I'm an only child oh okay okay so that was you know that's what that's that I think that's also what made the targeting slightly more effective in my life because I don't come from a very big family nucleus so you try to make your family your friends and then that's why you put a lot of um, extra value and extra in- investment into your friends because you there you believe until you obviously know the difference that they're the family that you don't that you make yourself. Right. But you show you show love. You're like, yeah, you're my peoples. And then obviously, as I said, when you see the situation change, you're like, oh my god, how much do you know about me? I've told you so much about me. Good, bad, right? Exactly. When your guards were down, you just. My God, you know. down. I showed you naked. Do you know what I mean? And 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 instead of respecting that, you've just gone somewhere completely different with it. And it just it, it's it's the most demoralizing, breaking. Um, it, it's it's shocking. Like it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. Like you're shell shocked for a good couple of months. You're shell shocked when you see how it all turns sour. You're like, you know, disarmed. Nothing masculine. Nothing Mhm. Are you still there? Let me see if you went on mute again by accident. Oh, it says that you're not connected anymore, Dominic. Okay, wait. I think you are again. Let's see. Are you I'm back? just gonna say the last thing. I, I'm, I'm back now. I don't want to hold up the line because I know how people may want to speak. But the last thing I was just gonna say it's 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 the way it can make you feel to realize that you shared so much of yourself with with people and then they suddenly turn around and use it against you. No, no matter yeah. how strong you are as a man, how big and bold you think you are, no matter how much you've survived up until this point, it can break you. And as I said, I feel like I acted in ways that. And I, I never thought I'd ever feel that vulnerable. You know, you always think mm-hmm. you're going to have a hard chin. Um, and again, it makes you realize you have to rebuild and fortify yourself. And, and you have to, your strength has to be coming from a different place, not just male bravado and, and you know, the ideas of what a male, because a male is a human being, regardless what they say. We're a human being. We feel stuff. Um even though you're made to feel like you, you you should have dealt with that situation, but who 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 would mentally be able to cope 
going out into the world and suddenly the whole world's against you. I don't think anybody would cope with that. Right. Betrayal you know, so, um, has to be one of the most hurtful things. It's very hurtful to be betrayed, especially over and over and over. Yeah. yeah. By people who you loved yeah. and trusted. Listen, it, it's, you know, I haven't dropped no tears about it, but I was definitely shell-shocked. I was like, completely a shadow of my former self just timid you know what i mean and and i didn't think i would be and you know uh, i'm still trying to forgive myself for for the vulnerabilities that i exposed but i guess i said you have to put your strength in a different place you have to put your strength in the lord you have to put your strength in being at peace under pressure you have to put your strength in a different place how you was built before came to an end and you've got to rebuild yourself in a different image you know uh, and obviously in god's image but in a different image as in how you approach your life Mm-hmm. so I that's think you know true. I guess that's the positive thing. that's the inspiring thing about it but it, it won't take away from the fact of how how disappointing and how hurtful it is to go through that but you know it definitely hearing your your hearing your um your lives and this live um this this call has made me think maybe I might have to do something like that over here um and have some conversations with people as well because I feel like God knows how much I've, at times during this targeting, I was like, someone that, that, that I know that I can trust, it would be a blessing to have a conversation. And I know, as I said, it wouldn't be a problem for me to have a conversation with another human being because it's, 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 it's one of the things God gave me was to be able to talk. So I feel like, yeah, it would be, it, I, I might have to consider doing something like that. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be out standing outside of City Hall waving placards but if you can hands-on get involved and help people and talk to them and, and and give them some inspiration then i think that's something that might be my cup my cup of tea so it might be something worth thinking about that would be great now do you know any targets over there where you are um i haven't i haven't i haven't met any i'm just i've just obviously it's, it just went live like in the last five months. It, it went live about January, so it's, I've been going getting. Get, it's been going a bit crazy since January, so okay. I haven't I haven't met I haven't met anybody who's targeted in the flesh, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm still trying to piece my own life back together. I'm still trying. I'm still gonna have to head back into the matrix and head back into the system now, knowing this information and try and live and function as a normal human being whilst having this information in my head. Um, but if I do meet some, I mean, I've seen people online, but obviously because I was paranoid, you don't know who it is and you're speaking to them online. How are you supposed to know that's a person or, or a boss? I know, or, or that's true. So yeah. I think along the way, if I meet somebody um, or meet people that are, you know, I'll, I'll definitely be a bit more compassionate, but I haven't met anybody in the flesh, you know, because like I said, I had a, I had certain social circles and friends that um, I was close to and it. Most of it's gone. Most of the, the social circle I have is gone. You know, I've got... Some people I just haven't seen, but most of the people that I spoke to at the time are gone. So, um, yeah, I haven't I haven't found the targeted community. As I said, I was when I started to look into it, I saw the Vice documentary, and it was cool. But um, yeah, when you see high profile high profile TIs, TIs that have a high profile, it's hard to know whether that's a TI or that's a shill. Yes, it is. It really is. You just have to have that discerning spirit and take time to get to know people. Don't because a lot of TIs are are isolated and lonely. So we just kind of dive right in. I know I I have done that in the past, especially in the beginning. Yeah. And it just turns out that they're 
they're either perps or sometimes they really are TIs, but they're being mind controlled or used or something to, to perp you. So it yeah. is it's difficult to form friendships. It is, but it's still possible. Oh, yes, yeah, Charles. Charles was trying to say something. He's on my phone. Yes, go ahead, Charles. Okay, Charles. Thank you for joining in. Actually, we're two hours over. We usually end at five. So um, thank you, Charles. And, and if you want to yeah, call next you. week, you can. Thank you for Okay, take care. Okay. Charles is hanging up, you guys. And we're going to end the call because we're almost two hours over. And I really did (laughs) run out and do some things. Yeah, well, you know, we used to go five hours. We used to. um, But then we moved that back to three hours. But today we almost went, we almost went five, like four and a half. So. Well, do you know what? Thank you, Renata, um, for the chat. I mean, I said uh, I feel like, by God's grace, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna you know be a better person. But it was nice to be able to chat to you about it because I think it was it's, it's helpful helpful. Yes, thank you so much for calling in. Now, do you um have you hit that notification button on my videos? Because I may do a video in the next couple of days. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I normally know when you when you come up, like when you have um, you, if you see if you see Delta Lima come up, that's me. If you see like a weird golden DL that come up, and you see me ask. Oh, you're Delta Lima out there. Okay, okay. That was I'm my, glad that I was my that. Mu- that was my musical alias. What do you do? Do you sing or play an instrument? No, I, I was I was a rapper. Oh, a rapper. Oh, so you don't do that anymore? Well, I'm 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 I'm. I'm not doing it at the moment because I said I feel like that was a, a part of the industry where I made mistakes and I feel like maybe some perping might have been going on there. But um, mm. if if God if God calls it for me to do it for the kingdom and you know for me to use it as a as a more positive message, but that requires some study, then by all means, um, I'll do it again. But I don't think right now it's important. I think I've got to focus on a few other important things. But I, it's definitely it could be later on in the horizon. You know, I'm just music in general, but. I'll give it some time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that whole industry is very satanic. At least over here, it is. I, I think the, the the media industry in general is um. Yeah. You know. I mean. I I I don't. I don't. You know. I don't want to be recorded on internet. You know, trying to slander people because obviously I have no proof. But just the experiences I've had has made me just think. Yeah. Perhaps I need to just uh, smaller my circle for a little while. Yeah, no, I understand. Okay, well, I'm glad to know that about you. I, I didn't know. No problem. No problem. Thank you, Renata, for the chat, though. No problem. Okay, you guys have a very blessed week and look for some upcoming videos if I ever get around to doing them. Um, yeah, so just have a good week, you guys, and stay prayed up, everybody, and pray for one another. And um, we'll be back next Sunday. I'll talk to you guys then. Have a great week, you guys. Take care. Take care. You too. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.